man known for hosting wild parties full of sex and guns, has a new home. A place where people party and fire guns. It's more than just my house, it's, it's a way of life. We're no different from a regular family. We just look weird and different. Just because we like women and guns doesn't make us a bad person. So, I had to see it for myself. Welcome to the wildest party house in America. 80 acres of everything you could imagine. This is the guy behind it, Mike Busey. Mike invited me to his biggest party of the year, and there was no way I was turning that down. I mean, his house is crazy, and I'm stoked to sit down with the man behind the magic. Needless to say, this guy's life is fascinating. And today, he's going to tell us how he was raised with literal monkeys, how he makes so much money, and why the government allegedly burned down his house. This is his story. Welcome to camp. Mike Busey, a.k.a. Mike Ward, a.k.a. Tuna. There's a, there's a lot of AKs. Yeah, a lot of AKs. A lot of AKs, too, right behind you, bro. There, I like that. I like yeah, right? that. Bro, thank you so much for, uh, first off, being here and, like, hanging with me and chopping it up. This is going to be so cool. Thanks and, for coming. And secondly, thank you so much for the party last night. Did you have a good time? It was amazing. Last night was pretty cool, man. Any, any, anything that sticks out in your mind? A lot of things. That are, you for life? Yeah, a lot of things that are, I mean, first off, this is impressive. This place is Thank like you. is remarkable. And then you, obviously, being this mastermind behind the whole thing, is also impressive. Thank you. Uh, I mean, you've done so many things. You've seen a lot of stuff. You've stories. People coming through, partying, a lot of stuff that I want to get to. But for right now, uh, I guess reflecting on yesterday. Yeah, we saw. Shall we? Shall we, we yeah. reflect? Yeah, let's reflect, dude. I saw uh, three men have sex with a pumpkin. Those are just three. <laughs> I think. Yeah, you might be right. That was impressive. That that was why why the pumpkin sex? Why did that happen? I don't know. I, I think uh, I've I've always had very big, wild, crazy parties. I've been mm-hmm. doing this whole thing for twenty three plus years, but uh, I think it was like two thousand two or something that I put on the flyers a joke like uh, you you know how you like these corny uh, like promo flyers like yo blah 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 is gonna be there yeah yeah and I put uh, pumpkin fucking Joe. <laughs> appearing live at the Sausage Castle, and and it was so stupid, and, and but it got talked about a lot. Is this a real person? No, I just made it up. <laughs> I was like, let's put it on the flyer, and then uh, we never actually had anyone start f-ing pumpkins till a couple years ago. Yeah, and when you're doing what we do, and you're doing it so long, sometimes the most trivial things get you excited, you know, minus all the other things that goes into everything. We're like, no, man. Me, me and my guy, Miguel Colon Jr., were always just like, hey, let's get some people f***ing pumpkins, and then if they, if, they, if they bust, we'll give them a 1000 bucks." And has anyone? Uh, my uh, CPA would like to say, currently no one has uh, uh, collect, collected the bounty, no. <laughs> so but we, we definitely have gotten stressed a couple times. Me and Miguel were like, oh, my God, make sure. Our, my buddy Doug Roberts were like, yo, cut those holes small <laughs> and square. We're not just going to give you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no free money. It, yeah. it started like, so we have these uh, things called Members Weekend. So if you're a member of my site, you sign up. It's kind of like if, if you were subscribed to an OnlyFans chick, except yeah. not only sending photos of her butthole, she let you come camp at her house for three days, and it's like this whole uh, itinerary. Yeah, you can't camp at an OnlyFans girl's house no. for three days. That's I try illegal. to tell them, I'm like, yo, motherfucker, uh, go see if fucking uh, Logan Paul's letting you camp at his house for three fucking days. No, and, no you get arrested for that. Yeah, yeah. stalking. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, we try to create a, uh, an experience 
to where it's they get to not only watch our content, but they get to experience the content yeah. in person. Okay, so can you explain to me where we are right now? What is this compound and what things are there? Like, let's say this is an HGTV show. How would you, uh, what would be the voiceover when going through the house? The Sausage Castle, a.k.a. the wildest house in America, an 80-acre estate, often referred to as like an adult Disney World. Yes. Uh, Playboy ma- Mansion-esque slash like wild ratchet redneck. There's a lot of shit thrown into the, to the recipe. Yeah. And uh, anything and everything you could uh, want to do, consensually, is here. <laughs> and uh, it is, uh, it's, a, it's a dull playground. Uh, I don't know. I would say we have every single recreational activity you could possibly think of. I was blown away by how many things. You have like a full-blown wrestling ring. From WrestleMania 3, actually. From the actual WrestleMania? The actual ring from WrestleMania 3. Uh, I bought it for an employee as a, as a, a gift because he was really heavy into wrestling. And then I was like, well, we got to fucking have a wrestling match. And yeah. then as we found it on Facebook Marketplace, which is one of my addictions, <clears throat> I... Uh, just like oh there's this wrestle ring in this trailer park about an hour from here and i didn't know that it was titled that like yo this is wrestlemania 3 ring and some random redneck dude was you know had it set up behind his trailer <clears throat> and i guess the hoa or something the trailer park hoas were <laughs> they were clamping down that they're, they're strict actually i've heard about that the trailer yeah. park hoa so like gotta get it out of here yeah. and uh we were able to get it at a very good price and uh What's a good on. price? What's a good price for a wrestling? <laughs> this one, I, I would, I would turn to my guy Miguel. There's a lot of stressful conversations. Like, did you really have to buy a scrambler? You know, like, oh yeah, you guys buy the garage, have the giant carnival scrambler. Yeah, like a twenty. We're, we're carnies now. <laughs> Can you say hard C? The hard C. Yeah, yeah, Carny? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think we're allowed to use that term. Yeah, okay. I think it's people of carnival is what yeah. most people say, but they, they call themselves showmen. Oh really? There's like a whole like we've had. Uh, we, we've been in the last couple of years immersed into the the showman realm of uh, carnival uh, culture. Yeah. And it is something that, well, it's it's made for TV. Let's say that. Well, you are a showman. I, I believe. Thank that. you. So we so we have the wrestling ring. You have these giant like ten thousand square foot warehouse things. Yeah, there's full four of- there's four ten thousand square foot warehouses. There's like a fun house. There's a whole full shop. We fabricate, build, paint, upholster solder anything like yo i need a rocket and it's gonna have balls on it and and my guys my whole team will will build that and then we have you know uh just uh, we have a campground we have a, a track as, as you can tell i haven't been walking around <laughs> in this as, as much as i should have been yeah yeah uh a basketball court tennis court batting cage football bunkers. i mean insane like yeah. and no disrespect if i if it's like basically if you can imagine as a 14 year old what you would want in your house you have that and more well they, they, there's the whole like uh you know, the manifestation of, you know, what, what you really sought after. And sometimes I look around and I'm like, oh, shit, I always wanted a wall full of guns. And then, and then you don't really realize it until you later on, you're like, oh, shit, like kind of like put that into the universe and it kind yeah. of happened. You know, so. And you're just building all the things you've always wanted. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, I, 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 I lived in trailer parks, foster homes. Yeah, yeah, break, break the, that down. Whole, your, your upbringing is very interesting to me. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know. You're living in a foster home, and then, you know, you don't know that it's you're getting shamed because you're wearing, you know, shitty Walmart clothes, which we're talking back in the day Walmart shit. Now that shit's looking amazing. But the, the Mosimo? Have you been wearing Mosimo from Walmart? That shit is nice. Well, there's like a lot of, like, when I was younger, I would definitely, <laughs> like, had a... Uh, a bitterness towards like kids that had money and and like I'm like oh he got the motherfucking new Jays fuck him he don't yeah. even like Michael Jordan <laughs> I'm over here fucking cutting newspaper clips out and fucking you know uh, 
it, it's just uh, all everything you ever wanted and ever thought you could probably never own. But if you really want it, you just do it. Yeah. And I've been very fortunate, you know, coming from nothing. And now I, I'm blessed beyond belief. So I've dedicated my entire life to uh, sh sharing my day-to-day -day life with the world and hopes that it gives them some type of escape from the harsh realities of their life. Yeah, absolutely. So, and so you know, your girlfriend doesn't suck your dick no more? <laughs> Watch, go to MikeVisa.com and, and maybe you'll feel better about but, it. Okay, I'm curious about the upbringing, though. So you born in New Orleans, born in New Orleans. move around a bunch, and then I get, get, get put into foster care. Yeah. How um, did that happen and why were you put in foster care? My dad was trying to shoot my dog, Rambo, R.I.P. Rambo, a Chinese Sharpay. And uh, the, we, we were at the time living in this like, uh, small like, little uh, townhouse thing. Yeah. Uh, right off Orange Blossom Trail. If you know the trail of the prostitutes, are, they're really getting good OBT. out there. Yeah, OBT. Shout out to all my Central Floridians. But uh, when we were, uh, it was just one late night. My dad had a few too many to drink, and he... I guess uh, my dog would like uh, protect me, and anytime someone was like looking aggressive, he would like he tried to bite my dad. And he's like, "That's it, getting the gun out." And then um, me and my sister were like, "No," but it was all. I mean, I was, but the thing is, it's like that shit was fucking traumatic as a child, you know. But then when you didn't die, and you know, I'm an '80s baby, '80s '90s baby. I got my ass fucking beat. Yeah, you yeah. know, like there was no political correctness to it. It's <laughs> like, all right. That one's gonna cost you, boy. Like you know, and all, alcohol and drugs probably definitely had something to do with the family, you know. And, and then I look at it now, I'm like, yo, my parents were fucking, you know, in their fucking twenties. I'm like, and I'm looking at the degenerates that come hang out here. Yeah, there's there's girls that come here for five six years, and we're like, wait, a minute, you have kids? Like, what the fuck? If three of them, where are they? Crazy, you know. And so, so your dad, th that stuff. I, I don't know who actually my biological father is. So this was a stepdad that, that shot was, your dog. It was a Captain Zabaho. My dad was trying to get some pussy. He warmed up to my mom, and then she was pregnant. Uh, she was trying to sell a, a, a Shih Tzu in the, in the newspaper to buy one of those Obobos. And uh, I guess... For she, you? Yes. I was, she was trying to kill me. <laughs> what? She was trying to sell this dog <laughs> named <Civil> Chingling. <laughs> Ching, R.I.P. Chingling. And uh, <laughs> she met this woman, and she was like, no, you should keep it. Da -da -da. Maybe I'll, I'll adopt your child. Da -da -da. And I guess my dad, uh, the, the guy I called my dad, um, he uh, was, I guess he needed some pussy. And he, you know, I don't normally look for a pregnant woman if I'm looking to go out into the dating field. But yeah. I guess he was just like, all right. And then, you know, uh, years later, I mean, I, still, I call him my dad, but, you know, that's, you know. I feel like you don't necessarily have to be related to be family. Right. So So your biological mom, pregnant with you, trying to have an abortion. Yeah. Tries to sell the shih tzu, meets a woman, goes, No, no, he's a good guy yeah. in your ba in your belly. Don't yeah. don't abort him. I know y'all see this big ass head? They had, you know, the, the foot up on the counter, <laughs> the forceps, the the salad tongs, pulling the big <laughs> Back then, I was like literally a medical malpractice, like uh, fucking dream come true for a lawyer. I just, you know, back then you didn't, you could fucking diet, you know, show his pizza and he's like, yeah, oh, whatever, kid, let him walk it off. Yeah. You know? And uh, you were just coming into the world just ripping. Yeah. And I think a lot of that stuff had uh, a little Peter Pan syndrome. Like I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I live in reality, but then I also, I, I, I think and I imagine things differently, I, mm -hmm. I process things differently. So we, we have a thing called a uh, dream hand because me, me and my guy, Miguel, we would, 
have times where we would get in like some very heated conversations and he was like the voice of reason. I'm like, no, bro, come on. We totally should have this swan and dolphin <laughs> statue here. Da, 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 da. And, uh, and I found out when we raise our hand, everyone has to respect the room. Like, okay, this guy's about to say whatever the fuck is about to fall out of his ass. Right. And then we found the, the way to be productive with it. It start on some crazy ass, like you're going to get this hot air balloon. Right. And then we, we come back to reality. And a lot of times, uh, you know, that's what I've done. I've just said, fuck it. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to go for the fence and having, you know, not having shit handed to you in life will definitely give you a chip on your shoulder yeah. and the work ethic. Cause I, 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 I have become my, my father in many ways, all the shit that he would say that you dreaded. And you're like, Every day I'm like, oh my God, he was right. <laughs> Fuck, I've become him. So you go from foster care, you get put in I foster only, care. I was only in foster care for like a year and a half. Oh, really? Okay. But like, I had Where was like, that? Was that in uh, Florida? I was in actually South Carolina. Okay. Near Monk's Corner. Okay, yeah, yeah. Bono. Okay. So, yeah. so you're there in monkeys. foster care. There's seven monkeys in this house. Wait, what? There's, there's like, uh, the foster parents were totally trying to get some checks because they were stacking them up. There was bunk beds and everything, you know, every day a new kid would come and then one would run away. And then like, it was like almost kind of like being in juvie, but like, you know, we would eat Taco Bell every night and there was seven monkeys living there and all these other crazy Like animals. literal monkeys. Yeah. Like there was a, a baboon. <laughs> uh, it was, like, so I, I was getting, I, I, you ever been in a fist fight? With a baboon at the age no. of 13? Uh, no. That's because this motherfucker's trying to take your Taco Bell? That shit's serious. <laughs> and then you're in, a, you're in a whole other house with all these other degenerates. Well, how like, many other kids are in the foster This person's been program? abused sexually, mentally, physically. Uh, I had a I had a, a buddy in there. His name's Chad Labuti. If you're out there, Chad Labuti, I'd love to see if you're still alive. I don't know. But uh, when he came in, I was like, it's kind of like, yo, so what are you in for? And he's like, yeah. Oh. My mother shot my dad at the dinner table, and he's just like, just stares, like kind of having his own little some Vietnam shit, Vietnam flashback. And I'm just like, oh man, that sucks. And he's like, what about you? Like, oh, my dad just was getting crazy and abusive. And shot our dog. Yeah, he didn't actually shoot him, but he 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 definitely uh, tried to scare us. I don't know if he was just drunk, had bad aim, or yeah. he was just trying to send a message to the dog. But he actually shot the gun though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cops oh, came. And everything. Did, did you see it? Uh, yeah. Oh, wild. But, um, and how old were you at the time? Before when that, I was that very like, um, at that time, like 13-ish. Okay. Yeah. And so were you like kind of timid? Like was your dad like kind of wild and made you reserved? Or no. were you kind of a punk and you wanted to like, no, you were going like, at it? No, because like, let's, let's not like, you know, I was definitely being a wild child, sneaking out, doing all kinds of dumb, stupid shit. Yeah. Forest fires, you know. You, you know, you fire your dad's porn mag and you go out to the woods you jack off with your friends you wrap it up in a trash bag and you bury it like a time capsule yeah. all these motherfuckers now they got their iPhones they, they, they live in a world now that you know they don't know how hard it was to download uh, you, you ever jacked off a dial up you're younger than me no you know? never, crazy. Like, never in my life you've lived in a world where internet was just there yes and that's I'm, true me and my generation I feel like we're fucking jazz we're like dude DM somebody are you kidding me I'm in here in AOL chat rooms at fucking seven in the morning, like a crackhead, <laughs> no. talking age, sex, location, pick. Never did that, bro. I, I was I got an eye touch when I was seven, which is ironic because that's what I exactly what I did. Okay, wait. So you are with your parents? Are you're with your Back biological and forth, mom? Like my mom, then like stay with grandpa, and then like why, some and other why, lady. Why couldn't you stay with your mom? Like what was her deal? At the time? Well, like she she married this really crazy redneck dude named James. 
And this guy, like, literally drank Mountain Dew, like, intravenously, <laughs> honeycomb, NASCAR wrestling. Yeah. And we would, like, me and someone, we were, you know, bigger guys, and we were, you know, try to beat them up and fight them. Because when your mom was, like, single, you know, you're trying to hustle every dude that's coming over trying to fuck her. And you're like, yo, I'm, that's going to cost you a whole box of basketball cards, player. <laughs> I, we can just brush this under the rug, you know. Like, you're, you're just extorting guys trying to fuck your mom. Yeah. You know, and every now I get a little come up, a little good little lick every now and then, you know. <laughs> But uh, robbing the guys that well, are no, no, just like, hey, hey, listen, we really want to, you know, go to this thing, and you know, can you take us? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, or, hey, we and you got some leverage because it's like, oh, I got to be nice to this girl's kid. Yeah, you know, and you know, you you, you uh, definitely take advantage of that situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, and how many guys are like in the house, like coming through? Is your mom like dating a bunch of guys? No, it wasn't. On, it wasn't a little crazy shit like that. It was like you know, just. Hey, oh, hey, hey, I don't think it's going to work out. I think you need to go, oh, go stay with da, 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 for a little bit. Uh, but, like, I had the best and the worst childhood ever. So it was, like, I've had the most magical Christmases and all the craziest, like, shit that you think you're supposed to give a child. But then I also had, like, yo, dad threw this butcher knife at Nico, the Chinese Sharpay, another Sharpay, uh, a victim of domestic violence. <laughs> yeah. Where's that Sarah McLaughlin? Yeah, I know. <laughs> we have to pay for those yeah, royalties. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um threw this large like butcher knife and then like stabbed my dog and then he had to like lie to the vet it was like it was a different time how do you lie era. to the vet it's like he's oh. like oh the 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 butcher knife fell off the grill i'm like i'm like yeah okay it's, it's, <laughs> it's six inches into this dog's leg the dog looks like a halloween decoration he tried to hit me but i was quick with it because i didn't always used to be fat <laughs> i was I, I played college basketball i had a little uh little, little you, had, you had you had handles yeah oh yeah, yeah. I, I still i shoot better now than i did then because i feel like now a lot of sports is mental. It's it's geometry. It's distance. It's spacing. You get too close to them, they fly by you. You get too far, they, they get you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once you start analyzing the, the 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 techniques of certain things, there is a, is more of a science. You can only have so much athleticism until it's like okay, now your mind takes over. Yeah, like some old guy like Larry Bird, he he would Jedi mind fuck these motherfuckers. So you can make it to the league now if you wanted to. No hell, no. <laughs> I was in delusion for for a year. I was I'm gonna be in the NBA, and then yeah. one day I woke up and I wasn't seven foot tall. So <laughs> okay, but so the biggest is you don't tell you about the biggest the worst thing uh, when you find out you seeing your dad's hog growing up. And you're like, damn, my dad's got a big ass dick. And then boom, you find out in foster care that he's not your biological father <laughs> and that your small penis is gonna be small forever. And Which I, I should have been more concerned about the other things that come with not finding out yeah. this at, a, at an age. And I found him the worst. It was like this girl, she's like, yeah, that's not even your dad. And it was like when the whole like room starts to shrink, and I'm like, what? Whoa. Yeah, it was like, yeah. it was a weird thing, but like, People have definitely gone through fucking worse. I wasn't getting like finger fucked by my parents or anything. <laughs> Which like, I don't. I wasn't even... attractive enough, I guess. You know? No, no, no. You could get it as a kid. I saw Thank some you. pics. You were a Thank handsome you. kid. Thank you. But I also don't believe the small penis thing. Oh, it's it's bad. You say that a lot. You said it yesterday a lot. You're like, oh, I got a small dick. I don't buy it. Yeah, dude. I mean, here, here's my dick right here. It's like literally, <laughs> it's literally like fucking inverted right now. I had to like, it's egg corn, Dan. I have to literally pull my dick out of. It's like a little egg corn in a little cave. It's, I would say I'm a grower, not a shower, but <laughs> even at its finest times, there's, you know, every now and then I get, I feel like, damn, I'm having a really good dick day, feeling strong about this one. But then I'm just that like, shit is honestly pretty small, bro. Well, it, 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 I know. <laughs> listen, that, you know, the bottom of the disclaimer: results may vary. Right now, uh, I've ha I'm in, in the middle of a fucking four day event. 
Uh, my dick feels like the hamburger helper man. I've been fucking all weekend. I've been drinking. <laughs> like some I just shit out fucking tequila out of my ass. I don't think your dick is small. I think it's hiding. I think it's trying yeah. to run away. Well, it's like I have like fupas and stuff now. <laughs> if, if any of your listeners are big like myself, like there's a lot of shit that goes into the like the chafing. Like I'm fucking constantly sweating. You know. Bending over, I get it. We we have a thing like, oh, that's gonna cost you a bend over. I have to like, I'll kick shit together on the ground, so I do one bend over instead of uh, multiple. That's, that's smart, actually. That's a lot efficient. Of fat, fat man hacks. You're like the you're like the Bezos of being fat. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I gotta organize my life and to be efficient. And and you would think like a lot of people, because I know I get it, I completely look like a douchebag from from afar, and then you like take a closer look and. And motherfuckers start falling in love because, like, you know, I'm just real with it. Yeah. I have nothing to hide. I don't care. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, I'm not too concerned about cancel culture. Yeah. You know, as long as you're not raping women and fucking kids and being a racist piece of shit, then, then come at me, bro. It's like whatever. Yeah. You know, there's really those nothing. Those are the big three. Those are like yeah. the, the, those are the Thanos Infinity Stones of like, don't do that. Yeah. You could literally <laughs> kill someone and, and, and then get a, a, a TV show deal. Like, yeah, that's true. That's a know. good point. Okay, so why do you live with monkeys? Like, so these people are just trying to get checks from the government, and they also have a bunch of monkeys by coincidence. Yeah, because there's a lot of animals there, and then there was like a there was a the Columbia Zoo. Uh, there was a, whenever like a monkey would be like rejected by its mother and stuff, because apparently female monkeys can be real fucking bitches sometimes, <laughs> and they just start you know fucking beating the shit out of the thing or yeah. doesn't feed it, and and uh, the, the foster mom was there. We called her Meemaw. And she she had a big heart for animals, and and it was very uh, normal to us. Like I was, I went. I remember one one uh, year I was at an all black school, and uh, in South Carolina. Yeah, and yeah. They, they used to call me Eminem. Like, yo, what's up, Monkey Man? That's oh, this Monkey Man. Oh, it's old Monkey Man. <laughs> Not Eminem the show, rapper. Eminem yeah. Monkey. Man. Yeah, this is before Eminem. This is before <laughs> Slim Shady shit. They were like, yo, what's up, Eminem? That's old Eminem Monkey Man. And because we would, I would, you know, get dropped off sometimes at school or picked up. And there was monkeys in the van. It was like this, like, you know, uh, it was like one of those sweet, uh, like, uh, old school vans that had, like, the real plush. just like the shitty-ass giant nipple TV in yeah, the console. Yeah, 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 And we would, all the foster kids would be riding around to go into church and shit and monkeys everywhere. And so was, what do you think at this point in your life? Like, you're old enough to be having conscious thoughts. Like, okay, I, I'm not with my... It all normal to me. I'm not with my real parents they didn't really, couldn't really take care of me, didn't really want to put in the effort or something, and now I'm living with monkeys in South Carolina. That's, that's it right there. And it was I, normal, though. It was like, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, slave labor. It was like child human trafficking, maybe, because we were definitely <laughs> doing a lot of farming. I was hustling, like, selling really? uh, horse manure to this old lady that had a fruit stand. She's like, ah, can you give me some of that horse shit? And I'll give you five bucks. And then I was like, oh, my God, you're going to buy this horse shit? So then I would like volunteer for certain things that other foster kids didn't want to do, and I'm just fucking slinging shit next door to this old lady, and uh, yeah, and, and I, you know, I always had a very entrepreneurial spirit. Even right. as a child, I would like. I remember uh, we had this uh, one uh, house that had like these uh, wooden bars, and I remember kicking them out, and then my dad just. I mean, I took an ass whipping from that because I, I think I guess I broke the screen. He's like, "What the fuck is this? Who did this?" And uh, I was hustling, selling, like, McDonald's toys and, like, ice cream and shit. I would just, like, go steal shit from my parents or, or uh, you know, like, oh, now we're starting to wonder why you were. Now, now we see why you were in foster care. I was just slinging McDonald's toys out of my window, like a drive, like a drive through window and mowing lawns. And I had this old Puerto Rican lady. She let me borrow her lawnmower, and I was fucking riding around getting it, like, just making money. And, wow. you know, so... 
those those type of like core values always just be hardworking and going after it. Yeah, hustle. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm nothing like a lot of these younger kids now that just are very entitled and lazy. Right. So now to know me now to find to discover the world of Mike Busey now is like it's like right now you're watching the fucking last Harry Potter movie. You don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, yeah. It's like walking in Lord of the Rings twelve or whatever. Like, the fuck why is he on. beating up this guy with no nose? It's like why no, is no, no, this no. midget getting <laughs> thrown to a volcano? <laughs> yeah. Like there's a lot yeah. of shit to You gotta figure out the under the stairs version of Mike Busey yeah. first. The the so boy I, who lived. I re, I, I kinda have a sweeter spot for people who've been following me back when I was like broke as fuck. Right. Because like they got to see a lot of stuff and now uh, the people that just not discovered, I'm just like, oh, there's just like just a rich dude, just whatever. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. trust fund kid, yeah. fucking whatever. Yeah. Okay, so so th- that that part, that that part like slightly irritates me because I, I sometimes I'll find like myself talking to like the pizza guy, like, hey, listen, uh, thanks for delivery. Here's your tip, which I always tip extremely well. And what, what are we talking? What, what we're Hondo off the rip because wow. you, you have to just like here, boom, 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 boom. Just a bill, just like yeah, Yo, here you go. I definitely am guilty of having a big heart for sure. Yeah. But I'll be like, listen, sorry, man, uh, but all this shit here, man, I, it hasn't been my life. Six years ago, I was sleeping in a walk in closet, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I came from nothing. So, so when you see all this and when people come here, like I was telling you last night, it, it's not to brag, it's, it's in hopes that you, you're inspired and it entertains you and it gives you, like, oh, yeah. You know, it, 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 it sparks your imagination and that if, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people say I must have been a, a homosexual interior designer in a previous life because yeah. I love fucking decorating some shit. <laughs> I love me, love me decorating some yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, it's something rewarding. It's like taking a space and then coming up with a concept because not everyone has a creativity and, and, and drive or passion. And right. That's, I don't have, like, I'm not, like, fucking talented much, but creativity, I'll smoke anyone. Did you ever consider getting monkeys? Like, you're... Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's a lot of the stuff is, like, very, very uh, regulated federally. So, you know, if you if you cross uh, state lines with a monkey, boy, woo, it's, you might as well just throw the fucking kilos in there, too, because, you know, you're, you're fucking rolling the dice. Yeah, it's some Tiger King shit. Oh, right? yeah. And and, and uh, like so, a lot of people have misconceptions with people in the animal world. There's like two different times. There's people that are just literally fucking slinging, you know, animals to make money. And then there's the people who are actually taking in pe- animals actually need help or, right. you know. But uh, so then how did you leave this like monkey fighting ring that you were in? <laughs> And then, like, how did you, like, what was the process of getting out of that and getting back to Florida? Well, I think my mom, I don't think I know, my mom showed up with this, like, real, like, fucking dope monkey scallywag, like, we're talking Daytona Beach-looking stripper pill head. Like, I remember, actually, they showed up and, like, busted us out. The cops came and everything. And it's all, like, at the same day, I'm finding out my whole world's like, what do you mean? That he's not my father, and then I, I swear I was just like, my, my whole my whole world was changed, which is like whatever. I mean, I I've had a lot of I don't I, I don't want to like uh, let people think that it's just, I've had just like this horrible shitty life. I had like a fucking awesome, great memories as a child, all kinds of cool shit. Right. But to me, it's normal, you know, your dad beating the shit out of you for this or that. But then there was times where it was like the most amazing, crazy like. And like the old school shit, you hear like the '80s stuff. We're fucking playing with fire. We're blowing shit out all up. night. Like come yeah. home before it's dark, kind of. Your parents, like I remember living in a trailer. Uh, we, we after I was born in New Orleans, but we went to uh, Dallas, Texas area, and I remember 
just seeing razor blades and, and mirrors everywhere. And like, all right, you and your sister go to bed. And then my parents had all these like uh, swinger couples coming over and they're just fucking everywhere. And, you know, trailer trailer uh, walls are very thin. You can hear some, see some shit. Wait, why are your parents having swinger couples? No, they're just, over? they were fucking rock stars just partying. Oh, Which really? is probably why I've never, ever done drugs. I've never even smoked weed. Not that I think weed's a drug, but, right. you know, I, I've never done no coke, no pills. I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm telling someone for the first time, Santa Claus ain't real. I feel like sometimes they're, like, disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I or, mean, your persona gives off, like, coke dealer oh, yeah, from the future it. kind of vibe. Yeah, some fifth <laughs> from fucking, back, yeah. I look like that motherfucker. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so y- you get... Uh, you got all this crazy shit going on as a child, and you're just glad to fucking, you know, have a place. And, right. And I went to 15 different schools, so there was never, like, I never went to a school more than two different years consecutively. Right. And did, were you liked in school? Like, did oh, the high yeah, school kids? Oh, yeah, I was po- popular. Oh, really? Shit. I mean, there, was, there were times where I definitely had to, like, you know, we're talking 80s, 90s. You had to, you had to fight, you know. There yeah, what's your, no, what's your record? Oh, I, I, got, I got my ass handed to me, like, twice. The but, monkeys doesn't count. If the monkey yeah, beats the monkey, you up. the monkeys got me. There's something <laughs> really fucking strange about the elasticity, elasticity of their muscles. Like, yeah. They're fucking strong. Like they don't look like they're strong, but those motherfuckers can fuck you up. You got your ass whooped though. Like a good. Uh, were you ever afraid? What What about that chick that was on Oprah that got her face ripped off? Like, were you ever afraid of that shit happening? Oh, a couple times because like there's certain things. Like sometimes I would lay next to them like on the cage, and there was like, a cage like in the kitchen. This is like this big. It was like the. The, the foster home dinner table. Yeah. And uh, uh, sometimes you would lay there and the monkey would just sit there and, bleh, 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 and sit groom you and sit picking at your like leg hairs, your arm hairs. Well, if you if you were done with that and you were trying to check out, you had to do it very strategically because you couldn't just like get up and move away from the monkey because they get like, they, they feel like you're betraying them. Like, oh, you're going to leave me? I don't think so. And they just like grab on you and shit. So yeah, you had to like be, you had to know, all right, I'm about to go, boom, go. And then, then, then they would be like, you motherfucker. Sometimes they were very loving and embracing. You know? But they never actually hurt you though. Mm, not that I recall, no. But <laughs> you I blocked did, it out though? Uh, that same foster home, I fell down a flight of stairs. I was tripped by this giant ass Great Dane named Chelsea. In case y'all are uh, keeping tracks, all these animals do have names. Yeah, yeah you um, remember all of them. Oh, some things I'd fucking remember to the day I'm dead, and some things I'm like, I, I did what last night? Yeah. Like, I don't remember that. Are you sure? I'm like, bullshit, you're fucking lying to me. But Chelsea's in your brain. Yeah, I, I have a fucking, uh, most Great Danes are fucking dumb and clumsy, and they trip me down. My big ass head, head first, fucking down. Broke the stairs. Knocked my teeth out, <laughs> fucking, yeah. So, and healthcare is not very good in, in foster care either. It's right. like, oh, you need these, uh, you need some dental work, huh? And it's like, that's like asking crazy shit oh you want your teeth what do you fucking you need teeth fixed what do you need this for you think you're better than me getting your teeth fixed exactly and so so do you keep in touch with your foster parents at all um the the foster mom just passed away uh about like eight years ago oh wow and she uh we we loved her she was she She was was, cool she was cool and absolutely fucking horrible yeah there was just things that you're just like you what like there were times like every couple months like all right we go up in the attic and they had all these trash bags and you get to if you were lucky she she really liked me i was one of her favorite but uh you get to pick through the, the hand-me-downs from generations of other foster kids like the shitty clothes and stuff. yeah so my the photos uh thank god we're not living now because i would definitely get roasted on some of the attire not that this fucking yeah. eight dollar amazon shirts uh very oh i thought amazing. you got that from the attic yeah i thought you no. got that from it, her. it looks like it should be in an attic <laughs> but yeah i cut the sleeves off and None of my fucking clothes even fit me anyways. And 
I, it's lightweight. It's colorful. It has a collar. It has buttons. It says, yeah. hey, I could dress up, but I didn't want to. No, this is sport mode. Yeah. Like, like, if you need to run, like, you're aerodynamic right now. Yeah, for sure. I don't know how fast I would be running. I used to be very fast. Yeah. Very, very athletic. So, but, growing up, you played basketball, too. Yeah. I, uh, you know... Living, living with with the brothers, you got got to learn how to get down or lay down. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm out there trying to figure shit out, and you know, uh, you know, just a uh, little more uh, passionate and sane with it. So what what I lacked in the athletic ability, I I had it like I'm like, oh, I'll fucking die for that. I'll you know, yeah. Always kind of like a a wild Dennis Rodman ish type of uh, basketball career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was good for ten rebounds. To, 10, 10, uh, 10, 10 fucking points every game. Wow. You know, so. so you were actually like going for it. Yeah. And is this, you know, when you're young and you're delusion, you're like, oh, <laughs> I'll be the best one day. And yeah, like, yeah. Like, and then you wake up and you're like, fuck, got to get a real job. And I've had every job you could think of. You right. Know, like healthcare, construction. I sold fucking Kirby vacuum cleaners door to door with this sketchy one eyed dude. Uh, just. Every fucking job. I worked at Walt Disney World. I was a fireworks cruise captain. I drove like these boats. I was Did you really? Yeah. How old were you when you're doing that? Uh, that was 2001 ish. Okay. So yeah, I was actually there uh, September 11th. I was working. I wasn't physically there uh, at Disney, but I was working there during that. Right. So I remember certain parts of my brain wire like, oh yeah, like, monkey. Oh yeah, South Carolina. And there's like a, <laughs> A flow chart of shit <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in my head always. So, okay, how did, so your mom comes up one day and she's like, hey, we're taking you back to Florida. You and your sister. Oh, yeah, right? and, and, and the crackhead lady, uh, Kim was her name, I believe, that bitch. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what did she do? Uh, she's just a drug addict piece of shit. We, we literally stopped at a fucking ER on the way down. Like, I remember, I think we stopped somewhere in Georgia. And it was like, I gotta go. And at the time, you don't know why this bitch is scratching her fucking neck and looking like Skeletor crackhead. <laughs> But, you know, you know, just questionable people around people's lives. So, like, I definitely grew up having, like, this bitterness towards drugs. Mm-hmm. And then in my early college years, and, you know, I'm a partying and stuff like that, I uh, I was just like, nah, I don't need it. I don't want to do it. And I was, I was just like, I had kind of like a chip on my shoulder about it. And I didn't even drink till I was, like, 21. Oh, really? And I didn't even, I didn't, I wasn't having sex with women uh, vaginas until I was 21. I was like... This, oh, I want to... What do you mean with women? Well, <laughs> I was a virgin until I was 21 of the vagina. I did fuck a girl in the ass one time. Uh, bef- I actually fucked a girl in the ass before I did the vagina. Why? I don't know. I, maybe I was on this like crazy Christian kick. Like, God, long, if I fuck her in the ass, God won't be disappointed. Oh, you were one of those, the poop oh, loophole. Yeah. I went to a private Christian college. You, you, growing up living in foster only is crazy. A domestic violent uh, monkeys will definitely drive you towards the Lord. Yeah, yeah you're and like, then, there's got to be a life after yeah, this shit. Please, bro. God, get me the fuck <laughs> out of here. Please. And what about your sister? She's with you the whole time. Is she, like, also has the same outlook on this? Is she kind of oh, yeah. happy? We had, we had the darkest humor, fucking mind fucked, like, we just sometimes we'll tell stories to our, our friends and they're looking at us like, yo, what the fuck did you just say? We're like, oh, what? Like, that's. Uh, well, yeah. You didn't fight a baboon. Like, yeah. And so did your sister. Did she have a similar experience as you? Like, yeah. Did, but she, you know, she was my dad's biological uh, child. So you, know, uh, you guys, why are half- can't you be more like your sister? Uh, she was coming home with fucking principals, uh, straight A's and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm coming home like I get lucky if I get like a perfect attendance certificate. Yeah, the only A you got was anal, bro. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. It. yeah. So I was like, 
after this wild, so we got wild, crazy childhood, rock and roll, fucking swinger parents, drugs, fucking foster home monkeys. And then we fast forward to high school, crazy popular, uh, athletic, doing stuff. In Florida, things are looking up for old yeah, Mike Music. I'm like, you know, I'm going to turn this shit around. This thing of life, I'm going to turn it the fuck around. Yeah. And then we get there, and then it's like, okay, now you're back in real world. Uh, you know, you already knew, you know, you weren't ever uh, relying on anybody. I was very independent. Of course. You know? Going out there working and stuff, getting getting how I need to get it, you know, and uh, I successfully avoided having any type of problems with drugs or. And I, one of my biggest fears was getting someone fucking pregnant. So maybe, along with the the religious faith stuff, I'm like, you know, the morality of me at the at the time was like, yeah, I, I'm gonna find someone, fall in love with them, and lose my virginity, and it's this fairy tale wedding in my mind and shit. So that's where I was. Like, but I would get head and I was finger fucking like at a very inappropriate age. So yeah. we're talking like, yo, you should not be putting your fingers there at that age. Yeah. You should be not getting your dick sucked at a foster home. It's not it's not what's supposed to be happening. Especially with a monkey. Like yeah. they have sharp teeth. Shout out to uh, Lori Meredith. She let me play with her titties. It was, it, was, <laughs> it was one of my first titty experiences. I was a titty guy for a long time. How I mean, old were you? I was all about titties and probably to like two thousand ten. And then I switched over to ass. Wow. But now I still need the titties. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's it's a it's a both and not an either yeah. or kind of thing. I'm, I'm very sexually liberated now. So a guy, you would think that's just like super Christian, like no, no, don't do that. Uh, I'm completely opposite now, and I've, I've uh, I like to say I've elevated my level of consciousness to a, to a higher state, and I'm more I'm very sexually liberated. I believe that all humans are biologically uh, just have that desire to to breed to mate yeah, yeah to conquer and take and you know uh that type of stuff so suppressing your natural desires because humans really are just fucking domesticated animals right They're potty trained animals you know <laughs> with with cute little outfits and cool electronic get you know gadgets and shit right so uh so yeah. so okay so you now you're in high school is your mom cool at this point is she like, like is uh, she uh, she wasn't um uh, i was well i was living I did, I did a summer in Kentucky, Ratcliffe, Kentucky, right, right like miles away from Fort Knox. And uh, I was there. This is where you're going to live, boy. You're going to go up to Kentucky. My mom married this piece of shit, redneck dude, honeycomb, fucking eating, fucking Mountain Dew slanging, psycho wrestling NASCAR guy. Yeah. He looks like this little chickmunk and uh, definitely some beef. We did bond uh, one day in the trailer. I happened to watch Holy, Hulk, uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan come out. Okay. When he turned to the NWO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that in my living room, and then I was like, all right, I'll get into this. I'll get into this wrestling shit. And uh, I was hooked. And that's the one thing we bonded on. But I hated him. He hated me. It was like, uh, and I just I just wanted my mom to do better. Yeah. And he was fucking garbage. But uh, one one summer I was playing, uh, playing basketball. It was very... Uh, Super hood park during the day. Little did I know at night, it did, turned into a, a fucking freak town, freak town, freak man shit. Some, you know, some, it's it basically, you go to suck dudes' dicks in the parking lot. You know, you, you've been to like uh, <laughs> state parks and shit. And yeah. there's always that guy driving around by himself. He's, he's dick fishing. He's looking for some dick. Is that true? Oh, 100%. You never been to a park and seen some guy by himself? And you could tell he's looking for some dick. I assume he's hiking. He's just going for like a walk. Is he though? Look at his <laughs> shoes. Okay, just like the homeless people. Those aren't hiking shoes. You're here to suck dick, guy. We know what you're here for. Wow. And okay. is it awkward like exchange because the other guy's showing up and you're looking at each other and you're uh, like, Coo-coo! you're like, Coo-coo! yeah, you got a bat you signal a somehow. Yeah, you're like, oh, oh, oh. and they're like, oh shit, what's up? You know, but uh, 
I was at this park and playing basketball. Here we go. Here is starting. Sun's coming down. And I, I see in the distance and I'm kind of like down in this valley and it's this high hill. And I see this uh, white floor explorer show up and this dude gets out and he sits on the picnic table and he's just sitting there. And I'm just, I'm like, whatever, I'm minding my business. I'm a Florida boy. I'm in Kentucky. You know, basketball is like everything there. I was developing my game, yeah. you know, uh, getting smoked by like 13 year old kids. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I played with like half the WNBA. I don't know who they fucking were. <laughs> and I've never had a seven foot dude's testicles in my face until I got dunked on. Like, just like, yeah, like just dudes, like just yak serving me just balls all in my face. <laughs> and it definitely helped my game. I, I definitely getting tighter. Yeah. So, but, uh, one day I stayed, I decided to stay a little too late in that park and it, and here comes, you know, it's, it's a gay park at night. Dude comes in, pulls his pants down on the pink table and starts beating his dick. And I'm basically stuck at the bottom at this hill and it's probably a good like 50 yards up. There's no one there. It's me, him. And here, here, here my, I think I'm like 16 at a time. So I'm like, and I'm probably like super homophobic at the time. Like, oh, no, no. And now I'm just like doing gayer <laughs> shit than a gay person will do. I'm very comfortable with my sexuality. Yeah. I, don't give, I don't give a fuck. By the time you were afraid you were going to like catch it or something. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you know, <laughs> he's going to fuck me, but, which maybe he was trying to do. I don't know. But I had a plan up my sleeve and that was to be more aggressive. Like, yeah. Mm, slapping the backboard and shit. I wanted to do It's like, you know, with the monkeys, like, they taught me something. You got to, you got to dominate your, your area and show your yeah, security. Yeah. Yes. You know, like, you no, know, you will not come down that hill and fuck me i'm the alpha did you see what i just did i just slapped that backboard bro <laughs> i come at me so you're actually trying to like fucking oh yeah she's all your way out of it but then now i'm like oh my god i was just getting him hot and hornier <laughs> he's probably just fucking yeah yeah get yeah that. jump yeah, do jump, another boy, one I swear, yeah. boy. <laughs> so, so what happened so yeah i had to fucking i was i was scared shitless i sucked his dick and no, that I, was uh... <laughs> I, had, I had to climb up the whole thing there was no only one way and it was like a 20 foot fence enclosure i climbed up and literally had to like I think I walked like four or five miles out of the way to get back to, to my trailer. You thought it was going to be like a troll or someone like quiz you to get past the bridge? Like, if you want to go up this hill, boy, <laughs> tell me. Riddle me this, riddle me that. So yeah, I fucking, I was traumatized and I came back like, I'm like, because you know, every kid, you know, growing up my time, you always got that like, yo, is today the day I get abducted? You know, you're watching Unsolved Mysteries, you're hearing yeah. Robert Stack, chills, fucking Goosebump City, your fucking hairs are sticking up. You're like, yo, this is when I'm gonna get fucked. Back in your day, that shit was happening. Oh a lot. yeah, bro. It was just like once a week. He'd be like, yeah, we lost Jimmy. That yeah. was it. Well, I remember like hearing uh, Adam Walsh from America's Most Wanted. His like his son uh, had his like head chopped off and shit. There's what? Certain, and they found him like in a canal. And so when you're growing in Florida, you're like yo, that's the that's the turnpike, bro. That's where they found that kid's head. And certain things you probably shouldn't hear but like the fuck you up it's like scare shape program oh you motherfuckers you don't want to get doodled boy you better get fucking you better get strong yeah you better get strong literally scared yeah. straight that's yeah. crazy uh, so i uh had to climb on this fucking giant ass fist came home i was like and this redneck piece of shit james see i went back to that yeah he was like what is what's wrong with you boy and i was like Man, there's a good let's just get gay dude down there jacking his dick and they're all laughing and i was so like what I was like traumatized, you know, <laughs> and I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So I came back, came back to Florida. Yeah. And I don't even know why I even told that story right there. No, no. So you're like 17, 18, back to Florida. School, high school. Then I'm like, okay, I'm in, I'm in church. 
my I came back to my dad. He had married this psycho fucking bitch named Teresa. I hope she's dead. You know, I got a small list of like, I will literally fly to their fucking funeral and piss on their grave. I'm holding on to some bitterness, just a little bit. Yeah. And why? Why? What did she do? She just uh, a motherfucker. She was just constantly like playing mind games with me because me and my dad already had like you know a, a very tensionless situation. Yeah. But then my dad, being a Captain Sabo, finds some cute chick that's gonna give him some pussy. And I, I remember she worked at KFC, and they went. They, and we're talking. And this woman's like pushing God down our throats. Oh like, really? We're going to this like Southern Baptist like hellfire and brimstone church. Right. And and it's just like, oh my God. And and then I'm like, you know, they push the fear of you're gonna burn in hell, motherfucker. Yeah, and yeah. all I'm thinking about is fucking me burying porn in the woods, jacking <laughs> off, fucking forest fires, all these sins I committed. I'm like, yeah. yes, this is what I need to do. I need to I need to find God and and uh came to Jesus and I, I stopped finger fucking for a little bit and and you were like super religious at this point. You're like, yeah, yeah I'm going like, to church. I was like, leaving like Bible tracks in the beer section at 7-Eleven. Were you like, really? Oh, dude, I was like, hey, man, do you know about the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? I was like really like pushing it. And you really believed or you were kind of like going along with it to like fit in? Um, no, I, I, I really, I, I still to this day have my faith. But every time I watch fucking goddamn Ancient Aliens, I mean, shit, I get mind fucked. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, we got to scrap all this, start back at the top. Yeah. Now, how does... And I think that, like, you know, faith in general, when you're younger and naive, you just kind of like, yeah, that's it, mm. you know? And uh, and everyone's believing it around you. All the adults that you know are believing yeah, it. Yeah, so you're going there. You've already, you're, you're, you're seeking some type of stability. You've moved around. I've already had to psychoanalyze my shit. Like, like, okay, so maybe that's why, like, I'm hoarding shit and, like, I'm holding on. Like, no, this is my blanket. I, I, I'm very sentimentally, uh, I have a lot of, like, I sentimentally hoard things, certain things like memories. Yeah. And I'm big on that. And uh, I get excited and I get emotional and I get passionate about things that I'm able to do now that I couldn't do before. Like mm. having something on fucking auto draft. Jesus Christ. Like, did I? Sometimes I, I lay in this bed because I slept in a walk in closet for 10 fucking years before this and garages and shit. So this is Sausage Castle 8. Mm -hmm. There's seven other locations before, but Sausage Castle 7 there for 10 years and uh every place was uniquely decorated it's like a a shithole fucking but dive bar mixed in with a strip club type of thing but we were having like the most craziest parties like you know what you would you know a lot of people said i should have sent a cease and desist to the the project x people like <laughs> yeah, that's your fucking yeah, you're, life you're you biting maniac. me bro yeah yeah so, you're not the wolf of wall street but you're like the wolf of like obt yeah <laughs> I'm, so I'm, I'm we're talking this is pre-social media right. i'm like yo bro i'm like passing off flyers like street team shit and this is while you're at the christian college so i'll, I'll button that one up so where I'll try at least this whole thing's like you have yeah. right man. yeah sure you, you have can. a hard time buttoning anything yeah, up I get it if they're listening they're fucking definitely like wait a minute what okay we're back on the monkeys fuck I thought we were done with the monkeys no 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 the monkeys never go away so uh I uh I'm in college I'm playing basketball at Florida Christian College you went there to play ball yeah okay I, I was before there I was getting recruited to go play I was at a public high school St. Cloud High and then I left uh, and went to a private uh, Christian school. It was like a Baptist Christian school. 
And uh, I won't say that name because uh, I had another uh, awesome, like dramatic, fucking crazy thing in my life. I was uh, in in a, a inappropriate at my age, a time sexual relationship with a, a beautiful, sexy, hot teacher who was a female, by the way. Okay. And uh, <laughs> she happened to be my coach's wife. What? And he became <laughs> like on, our homie, like... like our bro. He was like your uncle. And, you know, he would play video games and he would, like, order us pizza. And he was, like, a lot of, uh, a lot of people don't know that some a lot of private schools take in the kids that get expelled. So yes. Like, yeah, so, I went to a private school like that. Yeah. It was a really small school in Mainland. And so it would be, like, half, like, super ultra-Christian-y kids. And, and then, then the other half yep. was, like, degenerates that got yep. expelled from every other school. And that was me. And then it was just, we were, like... Imagine this underfunded, very like, what the fuck? I couldn't believe we were actually paying tuition to go there. I was like, you know, and it was just a small church. Is the school still around? It still is. And I've, I've contemplated like, you know, I, I ain't no snitch. So, you know, I, all these kids now, they're all getting, you know, f- they're fucking their teachers and they're fucking up. And then they're like, oh, well, I got, I got fucked by this hot teacher. And I, I was loving it at the time. You know, I thought it was great, but then I had morals, and I was like, "No, we can't do this." And like, I, I still have like a, a letter from her that she wrote, and it was like, "Immediately destroy this after you read it." And she like fell in love with me and everything. And, and you're then, like 17 at the time, 15, 16 time around there. <laughs> and how old is she? Like 33. Come on. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. And so, how did you link with her? Like, what was the vibe? She, it was just like. The coach was one of those guys that fucking all he cared about is like watching ESPN and yes. fucking video games. And and she'd be like, is someone going to fuck me? Like, you know, what the fuck? And she was hot. And then she would come in and like I was one of the very few white people on our team. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, damn, what's up? Oh. We're like, yo, your wife looking good. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I don't know if he just had zero testosterone or... He was contemplating his sexuality. We don't know. Wait, you said that to him, and he was like, all right. No, we were all kind of, like, assuming that, you know, just the, the homies. We were, we'd go on, like, crazy, sketchy, long. Like, we were in this, like, church van going to, like, cities we should not be playing, and, you know, like, getting smoked. And, yeah. And uh, just high school athletic stuff. And, and we had a, we had, we actually didn't even have a gym. We had to practice and have our games at the Boys and Girls Club. Right. Uh, and, and near us. And they had, like, a, uh, just all kinds of fun, crazy adventures, but... When I got entangled with that, I was like, yo, this is awesome. And there was this show uh, called Dawson's Creek. Yeah. And one of the main characters was having a relationship with his teacher. And I was like, oh, my God. It was like, whoa, this is crazy. And then, like, at one point, my mom was like, why is Miss Blah 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 coming over here picking you up? And she was, like, calling the house and showing up. She had this, like, disgusting fucking red, like, station wagon. It was like a Ford or something. And I remember just seeing, like, fucking French fry uh, rotting on the floor and like <laughs> spilt coke everywhere coca-cola yeah she come pick <laughs> me up and just blowing me on the playground like locking the door and all this shit and did like, she come on to you or you oh yeah like she I, initiated a couple of us were like yo damn. like we were kind of like yo what's up and then you know we're just young little jits you know like because i was doing like hood rat shit i was doing bad stuff younger yeah. you know i'm all like i don't want i don't want no one watching this or listening to this be like damn it's poor You're like no i was fucking also a piece of shit like almost burnt down my first trailer i lived in doing what fireworks just yeah no just burning shit like yeah, oh yeah. i don't like this stool on fire and then i blamed it on my sister and then like you know that's like a like a calling card for serial killers oh right? yeah like and, they burn and, I, shit. and i pissed i wetted the bed till i was like uh 13 years old 
I mean, those were all serial killer And I have tendency. slightly red hair. Yeah, I should have I should have been a serial killer. Yeah, I mean, there's still time. Yeah. You know, if you wanted to, you could... If, if this old sausage castle shit don't work out, I, <laughs> I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer is really fucking hot right now. Yeah, I know. And you still have years of eligibility to be a serial killer. Like, I don't yeah. know what the statute of limitations on it is, but you can get know. in there. And uh, <laughs> so back to statute of limitations, I was, you know, in this improper... I mean, to me, I was like, it was awesome. Extremely proper. Sexual uh, adventure. Yeah. I mean, when you're like... 15, 16, and you're, like, making out with, like, a 30-plus-year-old woman, she's going to teach you game. Like, right. Now I'm looking at the rest of the girls my age, like, y'all ain't shit. You know, like, <laughs> shit, y'all ain't shit. And, and you, it's a confidence booster, you know? And uh, But things were getting, like, too much for me, and I was like, whoa, like, I was scared. And, and it's weird because now it's, like, uh, 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 people, uh, students at a, a school, they're, like, the victim, but I was, like, I don't want her to get in trouble. Hilarious. So I was like, nah, I'm, I'm, I, you know, a couple of my homies knew, but one of them was one of my homie homies, and he was so jealous. And when things started getting, like, a little too much for me, I started trying to push him to her. I'm like, yo, you should fuck with my homie. <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck? And she was, like, pissed. And then uh, she would, like, stop. Uh, like, she would, like, be, she was bringing me, like, lunches and stuff. Like, I was, I was like, you know, she was bringing me, like, Olive Garden and shit. I was eating like a king. Yeah, they were like, "Yo, what's going on? Why? Where's that Olive?" The breadsticks aren't the only thing bottomless. Yeah, I see you, bro. Exactly. <laughs> in, in some in some of the administration, they were definitely like, like, why is why is Mike uh, over there with Miss Blah 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 every time? Like, what's going on? And were you ever afraid that the coach, your literal coach, was yes, gonna find out? Yes, of course. Yes, I was. Like, I was fucking scared shitless. She was like jacking me off in the back in the back of this church van, and he's like driving, and I'm like, he's in the car. Sometimes, yeah, it was crazy, and I and I felt bad because like, you know, I just get brought to this school to play ball. And next thing you know, like I don't know if this was a part of the recruiting process, but. <laughs> Uh, I highly recommend you sending some uh, ringers down to the local schools if you want to you lure them into your uh, your, your university because that'll definitely help. You think she watched your tape and she was like, we need him. He seems yeah. like a good recruit. That's who I want to jack off in <laughs> those long uh, away games in the back of a church van. And do you think the coach knew like secretly and he was just kind of... There kinda... times where like, oh my God. He must we have almost known. justified it sometimes the way like we would talk and stuff because we were just like, yo, he has to know. Coach has to know. And it was just like... I, it just felt wrong to me, you know? And I was like, I, I got to cut this off. So I kept pushing my homie Chris. Bro. And Chris was in love with her. Was, she on, was he on the basketball team too? Yeah. I mean... It's typical. You hear about the teacher running the train on the team. Yeah, I know, but... Shit's happening, man. But, but you're always... Happening. You're a team player, though. You're always throwing assists. I yeah, see I'm you. Yeah, I'm like, yo, no. You, hey, I'll you, motherfucker. <laughs> come, catch, come catch some of this, you know? And and did she ever talk about, like, oh, yeah, my husband, like, he's cool with it, or, like, oh, he doesn't no, care? No, She never brought him up. No, it was, like, it was definitely, like... You, you can't, this is our secret type of thing. But to me, like, I know now this is like, you know, this is what we call fucking pedophilia yeah, behavior. Yeah, it's, it's like, grooming. You got yeah, groomed, bro. Yeah. But, so it's like, but to me, it was just like, yo, this is fucking awesome. You know? Crazy. It might sound fucked up, but, you know, whatever. That's your life, just, bro. Just, just how it was. Yeah. You know? Get down, lay down, motherfuckers. Like, it's, it was, you know, you're young, dude, discovering life. You're getting pubic hair. You're getting curious. Like, oh, shit. And know? the coach never found out. And you ended up breaking it off. And you're like, hey, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, because I, morally, I was still in that, like, Christian phase. Like, God, I'm sorry. It's been 32 days since I jacked off. Yeah. I'm backslidden. Were you ever, like, one of those guys where, like, if something went bad in your life, it's because you were like, oh, it's because I did this bad thing. Oh, yeah. I'm still, shit. It was I ever. I'm, like, <laughs> super superstitious about shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm very, like, 
because I, I believe in the laws of attraction, putting things out there. But uh, fast forward, I'll button this one up for you. My homie Chris wound up uh, uh, getting with her, and they had two fucking kids that looked nothing like the other two kids they had. <laughs> and they looked exactly like him because in the yearbook, they posted photos of us as children. And I'm like, yep, that's uh, that's that's his kids. So you alley to your boy. He gets her pregnant twice. Yeah. And now, yes. are they still together? Like, what happened to no, them? No, and now the kids, like, you know, they're, like, in their 20s now, and it's, like, crazy. I think one of them, like, follows my Instagram, and it's, like, <laughs> I, one day I want to just show up and be, like, hi, I got to tell you something. Yeah, you're the like, godfather, bro. I am the reason why you're here. <laughs> yes. And I'm sorry. <laughs> However, um, your mom was a good woman and just was lonely or something. I don't know. Yeah, Tom, like, Tommy I, I hate to see a cliche was a different time, but it was. Like, yeah. back then, you were like, yo, that's like the, every kid's dream. And now you got all these fucking pussies. Oh, I'm going to tell. And eventually, you know, fucking, you know, unfortunately, which is probably good. I, I, yeah. It is good, yes. Yeah, yeah. But I, I my... my uh, in a social sense, is good. But for, in an individual sense, for you, you're yeah. like, oh, I enjoyed it, though. Yeah, so no that, regrets. Yeah. YOLO, motherfucker. <laughs> Okay, so you're gonna try to tell me someone ain't trying to fuck their hot teacher now? No, nah, I get it. I, yeah. Especially for a guy, like I get being a guy, being 17, 18. I'm like, yeah, I'm. I get it. Yeah, you got rock hard Willie every day. You got fucking. But it's just, always creepy the other way. Ninth grade hard, dude. You'll never be as hard as you were in ninth grade. You're, <laughs> you're ready to get out there. You're ready. They just can't be grooming. That's the only yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I you, mean, <laughs> I, I, I know it's like very cliche to say it is a double standard because it is like. No one gives a fuck when a dude is is getting fucked by yeah. a hot or any female. If it's a heterosexual situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. If if the minor is the boy, we're like whatever. Yeah. But when it's a girl, it's like which I totally agree. Yeah, it's like fucked. It know? just feels way weirder. Yeah, it feels it's, it's worse. It's, yeah, it's yeah. A, it, some and I know I know this is probably a horrible thing to go into detail about, but yeah, it just fucking feels like it's, uh, you know less less of a, a, a problem when it's a, a, a young man just trying to go out there and, and get it than, than I mean you're evidence of that you're like yeah that shit I mean, look, was at, fire. look at me now <laughs> yeah, right Guys, now. if you fuck your teacher <laughs> if you act if you if you act now you swipe up I'm gonna throw in how to be like me package I mean it comes with a monkey <laughs> sexual predator fucking teacher and I'll if you act now I'll throw in these fucking guns behind me this is why you're so good at basketball because you're like bro I'll go to practice every day bro oh, are you yeah, kidding me no, I'm like fuck yeah I'll yeah this team <laughs> no, I don't worry. I mean, I'll close up. I'll close up the gym. I'll be yeah, here, you know? it was it was just my thing. And and uh, coming from a rocky childhood, I I urgently desire to have that like some type of stability, like a bond. Mm -hmm. And you know, my my homies were always like my family, my little, my little street hood friends running around doing shit. I still talk to almost every one of them. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. And. uh even my crew here have now it's it's been a lot of the same people right you know? but um i i've i've uh totally forgot what the fuck i was talking about but no 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 so now so now you go to this christian college you're playing ball there and immediately you get kicked out oh yeah so <laughs> what happened this is this is a this is a good story i'm playing basketball at this fucking private christian college to where it's like guys dorms women's dorms and I, ironically, am the only one, only guy that had an apartment on the second floor. I think it was 401 or something. Very top left. So all the bottom dormitories are guys, and up there's girls. And I'm the only one that's in the top. So, like, I had to go up there every day, back and forth. And there was this girl uh, that worked there, and she was sucking my dick. 
she was I was in this fucking Ford S10 and she would pick me up I'd sneak out I had like an attic I was doing some fucking Anne Frank shit where I was like fucking <laughs> up in the attic creeping like quietly trying to walk across all the way to this other end of this dorm I was basically going all across these attics yeah secretly and then sneaking out because you had like curfew and shit. You could you couldn't be out. Oh, past this is like 10. a super strict college where oh, like yeah, the was, guys couldn't be in the girls' dorm yeah, you had after like an chapel hour. Chapel every Wednesday and shit. It was like crazy. And where is the where is? So it's it's crazy, but one day I'm just strolling around and, and the 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 fucking president of the fucking college looks at me and goes, "Sir," and I don't even know if he knew my fucking name or not, uh, but uh, he was like. You're wearing an earring. That's not very Christ-like of you. I'm going to have to put you on academic probation. Or, uh, like, there's, like, a moral one. There's academic, and there's, like, a morality one they had. And I, I was striking all of them. I was, yeah. like, the first kid to get uh, ejected out of a game and stuff. And, and I was on my Dennis Rodman shit, take my shoes off. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I was, you know, but I was um, uh, having fun, team <laughs> sports, you know, fucking uh, all that shit, college and I look at this uh, president and I say, oh, well, it's not very Christ-like to be stealing the missionary money and fucking prostitutes and cheating on your wife. He looked at me, like, turned ghost white. What he didn't know, that I was really good friends with his daughter, which is the typical, like, preacher's daughter. Like, they're just complete degenerates. And she used to tell me, like, all the time, like, yeah, he's fucking cheating on my mom, da-da-da, and all this stuff. So when he heard that, I was like, ooh. He's got to go. Were you hooking up with his daughter? No, but she you were just, just friends. Yeah, just friends. And she would just, you know, vent to me. And I would always like, I got, I hold on to these little like uh, bombshells every now and then. Yeah, yeah. And I, within 12 hours, I was being evicted. And, wow. and I was like, okay, what do I do now? And I'd always dreamed, this is here, it is full circle, guys. But wait, there's more full circle. And this is how we come up with probably with the, the concept and the idea of what the sausage castle is because uh i called one of my ho- i remember i was working at a four-point sheridan and i was at the bar and this was before i even had an, uh, a cell phone i was calling my homie i was like yo let's get blah 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 let's get him let's get sock dick dave let's get him da, 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 and let's all rent a house together and we, you know we'll all chip in on the rent and you got like seven dudes Kicking up like five hundred a month at the time. Yeah, yo, you can get some nice ass shit. Yeah, you can also piss off everyone who lives in that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. So HOA, the first sausage castle was only up for three months. It was like, and where where was it? It was uh, right in a town, uh, Osceola County, like um, a little south of Orlando. Yeah, Orlando, yeah. Florida, and um, yeah, that was a short run. And then it was like, okay, let's do it again. Let's go find another place. So we found another place. That, same same group. Same group of guys. And then uh, we uh, ran another place out. And that place, let's go for a while. We were there for a year at that one. And how were you making money at this time? Well, it wasn't. I was, I, was, I was working. Like, I'd had multiple jobs. And then now I'm like, you know, there's an awkward area in your life when you either don't go to college or you drop out. And then you're seeing your friends and you're kind of like, oh, you're still in college? Like, you know, there's always that friend that's lying. Like, yeah. I'm only two more semesters yeah, away from yeah, graduating. Yeah, a couple like, more credits. I'll yeah, a couple more credits, man. You know, which I only I only have uh, I think eight more credit hours, and I could have had my associate's degree. Oh fuck! So dude. I was like, you know, I I I was it's weird because I was fucking definitely retarded and a lot of shit, <laughs> but then I was also like savantly like very intelligent on certain things. I mean, like, you had a good GPA, right? Yeah, yeah. I was, but then I was I'd be I can't fucking spell worth a shit, and 
uh, my my grammar is absolutely horrible. Yeah, but I can fucking tell you the definition of shit. Like I retain certain things. Do you like history? Oh, I love it. Like I I I fucking I don't even like watch anything that's not educational. On yeah, television. yeah. I'm I, the same way. The, if you, the the History Channel logo is like permanently burned in the bottom <laughs> corner of my screen. That's I, I, Science, all that stuff. Like, yeah. I, I wish I was. Uh, in school now because now I actually have like a passion for learning and learning things and I'm full of tons of factoids and other crazy shit and what were you majoring in school um I I didn't I was just going I was just trying to get my associates just a general degree I wanted to be a youth pastor so really I should have I guess I should have thrown that in yeah uh at first it was like cop stunt man then foot doctor podiatrist and then I went on this like uh, Christian Jesus uh, summer camp. Yeah. And then I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a youth pastor so that I can positively uh, help people with fucked up, you know, childhood. Did you have a youth pastor you really liked? Oh, yeah. No, bro. I had like, I had like two of them. Shout out to Jeff Mize and Steve Frazee. Even though I'm still bitter as fuck because they left and they're like, well, God's calling me. They're like, no, motherfucker, you get paid from this other church over here. They got that real nice gym over there, over there. Uh, so they were at your church and they went to a different one. Yeah. It's like it's like having a star player. You love him. He's great. And they were like a father figure. Like, you're yeah, uncle, yeah. you know. But they're going they to Golden State. They weren't fucking me, you know. Yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was just cool ass dude and you could be real. And and uh, I was also lucky. A lot of these churches, I would I was meeting like these entrepreneurs that had these businesses and I yeah. was seeing like what they're driving. I'm like, damn, you know, my, my guy over here is driving a, a Dodge Viper. Like, what the fuck? Mm. And... You know, next thing you know, I'm selling fucking Kirby vacuum cleaners door to door, and I'm I'm doing this like every, I worked at a women's clothing store. I worked at Charleroi for a while. Yeah, I worked in a nursing home. I was a CNA, so I was like taking college classes in high school. So I had already graduated uh, with like college credits in high school, mm. but I was also like mathematical shit. Like I was like, oh fuck, like sometimes. You know, there's a lot of weird shit going on in his head. Yeah. I, I couldn't tie my shoes. I was like 13 or 14. Wait, really? We talked about the bedwetting thing. <laughs> One summer camp, Camp Edisto, uh, I, I found these uh, this clips online. I, I went in this time portal. You ever find something from your childhood and you look it up? You're like, oh, my God, it's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember I, something you've never remembered before? I found this. Yeah, and you're like, how the fuck does our brain have that data and how did it randomly just get triggered and how the fuck do I remember this now? Yeah. You know, but, uh, I, uh, went to this camp Edisto and I remember like praying to God, like, dear God, please don't let me wet the bed. Cause I didn't want to go to summer camp, but I fucking, I, I went up, I was so scared to leave cause I didn't want to piss, piss, piss my bed. You got to wake up, tell the yeah. counselor. Everyone knows. Yeah. It's like a whole, it was, it was thing. like, I, there was a couple times I would stay night with homies and like, you know how many, uh, couch cushions got flipped? Matches got flipped. It was like, you know, oh my God. Like, it was the worst nightmare. Were you a pull ups kid? You were wearing pull ups and shit? No, I would just like. You just go raw dog. Yeah, and I would like, <laughs> dude, I was peeing the bed. I, even in that foster home, I was peeing the bed. I had to write sentence, I will not piss the bed. Oh, and really? I figured how to write eyes like this. And the, the, the <laughs> I, then they started catching on. Like, no, you can't write your sentences like that. I was like, you know, just the most weirdest, crazy shit that they don't do anymore. Like, right. at one of the schools I was going to, the, when I was talking about the monkey man, they were beating me with fucking paddles and shit. In school? Yeah. The oh, principal wow. come in like, just get, come get these lickings, boy. Ma- Macedonia Middle School. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Okay, one thing that I want to touch on. So you wanted to be a youth pastor. So you have all these really good youth pastors. You feel connected in church. Do you ever have like a religious experience when you're growing up that you're like, yo, God is 100% real. I believe in Jesus. Like, was there ever a moment? Like, was it a charismatic kind of thing? Uh, uh, I feel like 
as a human, I always, uh, something inside of me felt that, you know, that humans are intelligently designed. Yeah. Like when you look at the, the, the biological aspects of the, of the, just the human itself, like there's a lot of things going on that you can't, can't quite comprehend. Right. Like the brain, the electricity, like, all right. You know, I've seen stuff where they've, uh, you know, we talk about the educational shit. I watch like they're putting like a, a human specimen in a room and they're extracting the DNA and they're putting it in another room and they're agitating one and then the DNA in the other room is reacting. What so, is happening, bro? Like, like how is that a thing? So that brings me to like, is that the soul? Is DNA the soul? Mm. Is there a soul? Is there a consciousness? Does consciousness stay around forever? And uh so like I definitely believe there's something out there, but I have hard times you know, as I analyze it, older I get, I'm just like, oh, hold on, let me get this straight. Like, you're telling me that this angel came to Mary, next sure. thing, uh, this bitch is pregnant, and boom, a fucking baby pops out, and then he becomes a carpenter. We don't hear nothing about his childhood, and he gets crucified at 33. Mm. And that is why now we get to go to heaven if we accept him. But then now you're like, wait a minute, there's how many fucking other religions? Mm. And, and it's like mathematically, the odds are stacked against you to pick the right one. How does, and we're all a product of our environment. There's, there's a, a YouTube video I watched years ago and it's so amazing. And it's life explained as a video game. And it, it is, do yourself a favor, go watch it. It'll blow your mind. And you're like, oh my God, is this, is that what all of existence really is? Are yeah. we really in some type of simulation? An electronic uh, uh, fucking transmission is, is, all is all energy is all level of consciousness how far does it go we're here in orlando then there's central florida then there's florida then there's the united states then there's the western hemisphere then there's the earth and there's what is beyond as the little uh trinket those little uh russian what yeah, called? yeah the, the babushka dolls yeah. Whatever. yeah how far does it go so i have a problem trying to comprehend what is the beginning? And the Bible says he is the beginning and the end. So I'm like, at, when you're young, you're like, all right, cool, I'll take that. Yeah. But then I'm like, wait a minute, how the fuck can anything be the beginning of anything? So then my entire concept and, and comprehension of time has to be slightly not what it really is. So I definitely believe that I have, I have a podcast episode. It's called God's Water Bottle. And the best way I can explain it is, is that humans... You know, everything here on Earth changes form, gas, liquid, plasma, solids, water, so on and so on and so on. And we, we can manipulate matter and change its form. But almost everything on this Earth has still been here other than like some, you know, space debris, you know, asteroid here and there, yeah, comet, yeah. whatever. So nothing's really been added or taken away from the ingredients of, of It's mostly Earth. zero sum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what fucks me up is... How the fuck was uh, this water bottle was made? We manipulated this water bottle. But that water bottle will always just be a water bottle. That water bottle will never be like, oh, I know where I came from. That human over there melted me down into mm. some plastics and then put me in this press and then sent me down as assembly line. Here I am. Here's my purpose in life. So in a way, I feel all humans are just kind of like, a water bottle and we'll never be able to comprehend or grasp. And many people sadly go their entire life, not even questioning what is all this, mm. which is, you would think, you know, all these wars and all this other crazy shit. We put so much emphasis in, 
you know, um, it's kind of a, a sad reality that people literally live. I mean, you go on TikTok for five seconds and you would definitely wonder where the fuck are their brain cells. Right. And does this person even contemplate the idea of what is out there? Where do we come from? Why are we here? I feel like so many people are on this autopilot switch. So they just jump into the norm mm-hmm. and that's it. Let me go to work, yeah, yeah. work my ass off. Oh, uh, you let me have Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> you are a gracious king. Yeah. Oh, one day I will procreate. And 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 in a lot of stuff, I, I go down wormholes, man. I go down some deep shit. We can talk about fucking buttholes, midget strippers, <laughs> and then boom, we're fucking on Ancient Aliens and fucking Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. Yeah. My Bro. buddy my buddy owns that place, Brandon Fogel. What do you mean? He, he, like he owns, owns Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, he's the the new owner. He's since 2016. And what's his take on Skinwalkers? Can you explain uh, what a Skinwalker is? Oh, <laughs> or what they think. How it much is? time do you have on this podcast? <laughs> Skinwalker Ranch is is an area in northern Utah that is has the most proven, seen, and studied unexplained phenomenons, and not just one, not two, but several. They're like the the Super Bowl of everything. You got the fucking UFOs. You got the grounds doing all kind of radioactive activity. You've got uh, just, you got fucking some type of werewolf, fucking crazy monster portals, portals. Like, fuck all the alien shit and the, the cow mutilation. You ever see all the cows like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh, wow, there's not a drop of blood. Yeah, their brains That's are missing. There's there. no blood in them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The chupacabra shit. Yeah. Chupacabra is like the Puerto Rican uh, legendary. <laughs> it's like their own like Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah. But this um, Skinwalker place is has is getting so so much uh, attention now because you, you you've heard about it if you're into that if yeah, you're into yeah. that type of stuff. But then when you look into, you're like, wait a minute, this it's checking all the boards here. You got the 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 Indians that were there and and all this and. And the, the beef in, you got these old people that have been there for years. The the, the government uh, with uh, Robert Bigelow, he's he like a kind of like another Elon in a way. He is a, he's in the aerospace field. Well, he has a fucking, uh, he, he owned it. And they spent 20 years, the government was, you know, basically doing a black op, op funded uh, study and all that stuff. Everything's going on there. It's just like. The, the UFO shit's like the normal stuff. Right. You know. So what do you think it is? Are, are, you, a, are you a believer in like cryptids or you think well, it's like government shit? Or if what? you would have asked me just five fucking years ago, you know, like some Alex Jones lizard people shit, I'd yeah, be like, yeah. hell to the fuck no. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. But the intelligence side of me goes, okay, well, if something, something just so magical, life and all existence happened, Cause there's some like crazy shit going on. There's like black holes. There's other universes yeah. turning, suns exploding. That shit sounds like fairy tale talk. But then everything in our very minute little fucking minuscule mind, we're so arrogant as humans. We we literally think that we we're entitled to like this explanation. Like I I bet I, I know I did. I feel like we're all under assumption and we die. We walk into a room like we're going on a Disney ride, like the haunted mansion, and they right. they show you a monitor. Hey guys, congratulations, you're dead. You yeah. made it to your first phase, but you're going to need your packet, and this is what you're going to need for your next life, so on and so on. And we're not guaranteed that, and we never know, and what it is, who knows? Like, do we just fucking die, and that's it? There's no, like, level of consciousness? Yeah. But I would, do we just go back to where we were before we were born? Yeah. Which is... Who knows? Who knows? And and I, I'd hate to believe that Adolf Hitler and fucking Mother Teresa are in the same place. Right. You would think there is some type of... Justice. Justice uh, to that. And then, you know, 
there's all kinds of shitty stuff. Like I have to be honest with myself. I'm I'm constantly uh, evolving my 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 thoughts and consciousness of like what is it all and and it, it sucks because when you start to think, you become like you start you start going down some shit and you start thinking way way crazy. So I said fuck it. I went to the church, started Sausage Castle. And now I'm kind of like the crazy preacher that serves beer at church, yeah, yeah, strippers yeah. and stuff. And I'm not pushing any like agenda. It ain't like no cult type of shit. You know, it's fucking just like, hey, man, I don't care what walk of life you are, gay, straight, Christian, atheist, Muslim, whoever. Yeah. You know, it I don't care who you voted for. You know, I totally think that, you know, as long as you're not hurting animals, children and women, and you're just being a good person, do what you want. Right. If you want to, uh, you know, sell photos of your butthole online, then do it. So know? that is, was that always the goal of Sausage Castle? Like one, two, and three, or did it slowly evolve into that? Well, I never thought there'd ever be another one. It was like, oh, what? We're going to do this again? Oh, shit, doing it again. And then I'd say about like the third or fourth, I'm like, okay, I'm in this. And then people were like, you can't always do this forever, Mike. You know, like you got to grow up someday. So part of me has that Peter Pan syndrome that I'm like, no, fuck it. I'm going to own a carnival ride. And no, I'm going to do this. And no, I'm going to... Humanity is definitely gets trapped in this very simple fucking just dumb like no you do this okay and it's crazy we yeah. you ever like just be on a highway and you watch cars drive and you're just like damn they're just going to their fucking job yes that, sucking today's dick and going back home what's that word I think it's solipsism have yeah. you ever heard of that oh or, yes or it's like you have this realization that other people are like their own little main characters and they're like living well that's little... back to that video game thing it explains yeah. that video I was telling you about it explains your whole life and you're based upon what it, it, it's funny because it, it shows like the globe and it says yeah so when you spawn in your character uh, some areas are more dangerous than others showing like Africa like red or yeah, fucking yeah. And some places are more neutral, somewhere. like Europe. And then you have, like, some are, like, green. They're like, oh, this is a desired place. You want to live in America. You can have electricity and shit. Yeah, yeah. Not that they don't have it everywhere else, but you've got this perception of, you know, you are a product of your environment. And definitely, yeah, if you have fucking parents that weren't lazy pieces of shit, and maybe they had, a, like, a, a business, and maybe you, you could afford to uh, go on field trips and not have to sell basketball cards to yeah. go to fucking, on, you know, Field trips and shit like that. So Sausage Castle one, two, and three. This is like early two thousands. You're not making any money. Hell, really. the fuck you're like man. fucking doing whatever jobs I'm, you can. I'm damn near ready to jack off a wall of dicks to pay my rent <laughs> until six years ago. Okay, that so, recent. Yeah, this, all this, this, this new money shit. This all this. See this, see this fancy ass throwing these guns. This new, new, new. So shit. how did you get to that point though? Like because like, I, I got, I, I was journal. I've been the best thing I ever fucking did, and I used to I ate. They haunt me. I can hear these motherfuckers tell me, oh, my girl, the fuck yeah. You're like, you think people are going to pay $5 to come to your house? But I was like this super intricate, like, no, let's let's take this stupid, shitty, you know, the uh, the movie Blow, like the poster. Yeah. It's like, we had this giant one. There was like the mounds of money and stuff. So I was like, kind of like, no, I'm going to like put it here and like, I'm going to unscrew the lights. I'm going to throw like a towel over this. Like, I'm going to create an experience. So I, I'm creating uh, an atmosphere so that people can come and, and instead of like you've been to a house party where they got all the fucking lights up and there's one fucking stupid bowl of popcorn on a table and they might have like MTV. I don't I don't think they even play music videos anymore. But and in the background, everyone's like, yeah, it's so cool. And yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. You're doing it wrong. You got to like create, you got to go more crazy with it. And this is before like 
you know, MTV Cribs and shit. People didn't have fucking stripper poles mm. like, in their house. Like, I, I remember seeing like Big Boy from Outcast, like, yeah, what's up? This, this is my, this is my stripper pole and strip club. Da, da, da. And that was the craziest shit. Yeah, but to me, I was like, yo, I was like building that shit out of some shitty ass PVC pipe from Home Depot and just like, just creatively making spaces to um, get different experiences from people and is it temperature you, light sound the smell the way that things mm, look you're learning the science of the party exactly there's a lot of science to it you yeah. know like that uh john taffer from bar rescue is like the butt funnel man <laughs> you gotta you gotta create they're they're intimately gathering this area so they're socializing and then the price of drinks you know the food and they want to stay longer so i was always like this people pleaser like uh what's the thing they say uh you know, like the, the tears of a clown, like I'm the clown and I'm the one that's endured all these like hardships in life. Yeah. I know how much it sucks to not have stability and how much it it pains to uh, have to deal with certain things. And at the end of the day, it fucking sucked in the moment. But now I got fucking street cred on deck. I'm like, I'm like any goddamn rapper has been shot up all these times. Like, bitch, I fucking just roll up my Rolodex of foster home monkeys and shit. <laughs> I'm like, come at me. I got street cred for days. Yeah. And that's where sometimes I feel now my brand and, and what I'm doing is cheapened because now it's like, oh, now they got money, which the ironicness of it is it's like. More money, more problems, as the great prophet Notorious B.I.G. said. And it's, I couldn't, when, when you're broke and you're angry at these kids that have Jordans and, and you're watching them drive these fancy cars, their mom and dad bite them, and you're fucking bitter. You're like, fuck you. But it created this passionate, insane workaholic psycho in me to just go and get it. And I hate to sound like some fucking bullshit, like, uh, like, mystic type of guy but yo like energy's real and what you put out there and i'd say about 10 years ago i watched that stupid fucking video which is not stupid the secret yeah and it, i watched it and my hairdresser like you've got to watch this mike it's gonna change your life and her name was mary donovan and uh she showed it to me and this is before like youtube you could just go pull up anything you wanted like i was on youtube i was one of the first like hundred thousand people on youtube for sure wow i was telling people like yo uh, this thing called YouTube, and like, what do you mean? And I was doing what they call podcasts now. Mm. Uh, we called it internet radio. And I, I, in between throwing these crazy parties, I won this uh, contest where um, they won the, they called it Home Invasion. Shout out to my buddy uh, Buckethead and Bull. Uh, a local rock station here. I love that all your friends just have like objects for names. Yes. You're exactly. like, we got Turbo, Squid. Oh, yeah. They're Octopus. Really, did you meet Turbo last night? I met Turbo. Yeah, he's good. Dude. Him <laughs> he's and a great guy. We love them. We love them. So, uh, this radio station contest, I win. They do a live broadcast from my house. I'm going, I'm learning the internet game. I'm working at Clear Channel. I'm, I'm being the intern bitch. I'm learning a little bit of this, a little mm. bit of that. I'm, my big ass head got all these hats on it. And you're still so throwing I'm parties the whole time. Throwing parties, that's paying rent. I'm flipping kegs. I'm fucking, all right, gotta. I mean, it's scary ass shit. You know, sometimes, you know how many times I went to the Hard Rock Casino to fucking uh, try to flip my rent money? Like, I've, I lived in my house one time for uh, 14 days with no power. Like, I've, nothing is more demoralizing than like watching someone like talk shit about you because you're broke and you're a fucking loser. Like, I have, certain girlfriends like voices in my head like you're fucking losing Mike you never do nothing with your life and you're fucking you need to grow up you can't do this forever and, and I did believe certain things I'm like yeah you know, I'm 
I'm like 25 now. I can't just throw parties. Right. Oh, like, really? I gotta grow up. At a certain point, you were like, yo, I might just throw it away. I thought about it. Get a job somewhere. Because when you get, and, you're homeless, you're fucking, you know, sleeping in your homie's garage or some shit. And, and, and you know, you're, I would acquire all kinds of shit. I've always been like a dumpster diver. I'd be picking up, I had every fucking, if you had a pleather couch in Central Florida in the last 20 years, I may or may not slept on it and had it. And I, at one point I was like putting couches around my pool and just like weird things. So people come over like, what the fuck? He has this whole room that, that, you know, blah, blah, blah. All these other crazy things we were doing, painting different bright, crazy colors and just uh, have, and I was in the, in the music industry. So I had people come over recording and, um, you know, I'm having some of the biggest artists in the world coming over and uh, recording at the Sausage Castle. Like so who? Everybody. Every, every, I've had the biggest music artists and I've had, you name it, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Okay. Post Malone. Post Malone had his 21st birthday party at my house. Not this one, the Sauce Castle 7, prior to here. Really? Yeah, and I'm meeting these people very, very early in their career. Right. Like, you know, I was trying to convince, like, girls, yo, can you come over here, uh, holler my boy, MGK. Uh, duh, duh. She's like, who's that? And then, like, like a couple years later, hey, what's up? Can you get me on the list? I'm like, yeah, okay. This is that Mike Jones shit back then. Yeah, back now. then, hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot, hoes all over. And I do have a little bit of that golden Midas touch. Because I, I do, the artistic side of me definitely knows good music when he, when I fucking hear it. Mm. And I've, I know everybody. When, when you're doing this, you know, you meet everybody. I'm like the ethical Epstein. You know, no <laughs> kids are getting fucked here. All right. But every important person, I'm talking, I've had CIA agents here. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, that I'm homie, homie, homie. So I get call right now. Like, we go out drunk, and I'm slapping motherfuckers in the forehead with their badge and shit. That's crazy. Like doing, I've, I've, I've called the police on myself just so we could just show off and show the badge. Like, like, can we just, are we allowed to take their cars if we want to? You know, just, like, fun, crazy shit, you know? And why are you in the music biz? Like, at, that, at this point. I just like, always had, a, a like, an ear for music, and I, we had built a recording studio. Because you got that Wu-Tang Financial, baby. You got to diversitize your bonds. You got to, yeah. uh, n- not always uh, the fucking throwing parties might not always be sufficient. You gotta fucking come up with multiple hustles. So I'm under the umbrella of entertainment. So there's the Sausage Castle. There is like I was saying, like I was uh, helping a buddy. His name's Brad Hunstable. He he owns UStream TV, mm-hmm. and I uh, it was one of the first first like good functioning live broadcast uh, sites. Yeah, this is before like I don't. It wasn't an app. At the Rogan time. used to stream on UStream. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Well, I helped. Uh, develop that with the owners I when I left radio I was like all right I'm gonna fucking do this internet radio shit and everyone laughed at me like yeah okay Mike they were like they were like basically the the industry the people I knew they thought I was a fucking psycho they're like yeah. yeah okay but then I was like yo man I can I can and I was using other things I just like called stick cam that was like later on and and then I would uh broadcast live from my house and I had like a, a hot dog roller and it had like a piece of paper and it said, call me. And then I was learning like code through like MySpace. Shout out to Tom Anderson. I would be like, all right, Pac-Man slash center. I was like learning how to do basic HTML coding. Wow. And then I was really good at marketing my stuff. And cause I was already street. I, I have a fucking master's degree in any type of that type of shit when it comes to that, uh, just marketing and getting your shit out there. And this is before it's the fucking internet. And I was knocking on doors like a Jehovah's Witness, handing people flyers and shit. And house parties are 
culturally, they're still like they'll never go away. Clubs are cool, but they're overplayed, overhyped, overpriced. A million percent. Yeah, and in in a home situation, it's it's dynamic. So I've kind of made my home like this nightclub fucked up like summer camp for adults right you got the summer camp vibes oh dear god don't let me piss the bed oh <laughs> shit my life's crazy yes i don't have the stability i just uh, my friends are my homies oh we're, we're gonna we're gonna do this forever sock dick dave oh you got married you piece of shit you know like oh all right i'll keep this going so i had homies in the beginning the sauce guys were falling off and going back to they just quit they went back to normal life right and they, they weren't passionate about the dream and i saw what we could be doing and like i was making money you know like uh you, you mentioned uh jelly roll that's my homie i directed yes. his first music video Bro, i did. asked you about jelly roll because yeah. i love jelly roll he came and hung with us when we were in miami we did a music video of me him schultz alex media i was guys. texting him i'm like you know andrew schultz i'm like bro because i'm like yeah I'm, I'm deep into the comedy game too yeah, yeah i was recording things as the improv i was like when the music side, the studio, we're recording all these like big time artists coming over shooting music videos. I, I direct music videos too. Right. So I'm uh, like sitting here, I'm like, hey, you know, I'll start uh, going to improv, recording these comics, and then giving them, I'm going there with Pro Tools, all these mics. I'm getting mic in the crowd and getting a little. Uh, and how yeah. old are you when you're doing this? Uh, early 20s. Right. But you so, were just so eager to get on and you're like, I'm going to do something and not go to this regular grind. Yeah. I'm like, I don't no, care I'm going to make is. this shit work. So if I'm not throwing a house party, I'm doing radio. And I know I'm not completing any of these fucking stories. And I know. No, no, no. But I'm, we're with it. It's, uh, this is pretty much what my podcast is like. It's, it's, <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so so you <laughs> so we do the music video with Jelly Roll, and he's just like the fucking man. He's just like so cool. But then I'm noticing so many crossovers with you guys. Oh, dude, there's like uh, so many. Like I see like my homie Bert Kreischer. Yes, love him. Legend. Bert's he, the best. He, he he's been to my home. We've had many. You guys did the pod together. I listened. Yeah, to we it. did. It we, I was on his podcast like 2014 or something. Yeah, long, it might have been later or, or earlier than I don't know. It was a long, long time ago. And this whole podcast shit, I had a little chip on my shoulder. I'm like, pun, this will do a pun. So I got mad because I was like, I was doing the, it was like if you watched like the old school, like public access TV. Yeah. I was broadcasting my home and my life before like social media, like before everyone knew about like, yo, there's this thing called MySpace. And I was posting bulletins and putting in like a chat room. I'd have my different cameras on Ustream. And then I would talk to the owners and I'm like, hey, I would draw them like a diagram. Like, yo, you need to make this interface a little more like uh, friendly for uh, illiterate fucking computer users. Yeah. And then I would be like, okay, I got all my jackass buddies. Uh, they're working because I'm, I'm doing stuff with jackass. I'm like uh, mm. booking all their appearances and oh, tours wow. and shows. And then I'm learning stuff from like my buddy Steve-O. I'm, I'm watching everything come together and I'm you know, I'm getting friends thousands of dollars to pay to a club he doesn't want to show up at gets drunk destroys shit and I'm seeing all this like crazy shit go on and then I'm realizing like hmm I could do this version but I wouldn't have to have this person that person there and I know how to babysit like a bunch of crazy assholes mm. and get have the respect to know that we have to uh, we have to show up on time. Like I was always ethically business, like perfect. I never fucked anyone over. Never, you know. Uh, I've always under promised and over delivered. And just my work ethic alone, I, I'll sh I shit on anybody. Like I I'm mad that I have to sleep. I sleep four hours a day. Really? If that. How much did you sleep last night? Hour and forty five minutes. Wow. But then like I'm, I'm you're I'm, on I'm, right now. I'm I'm on the 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 rush and excitement because something inside of my fucking big ass head. Just rock hard, Willie. Love seeing people come 
and maybe it's on this like Willy Wonka type of shit like come enjoy this world I built for you right and everything I'm buying is for everyone what am I gonna I, that scramble I think fits like 16 people what the fuck am I gonna write this shit by myself right yeah everything's you know, like, for the people yeah and so and luckily that's worked out with my finances too like you know I, I got audited they were like yo what the fuck where did you come from yeah like I was like, oh, you know, couch surfing, you know, I was sub, I was renting homes, calling them the sauce cows, slapping the brand on it, moving people in, subletting, throwing parties, creating not just a place to live, but an experience. Cause I, I was catering to people that had jobs and had money and interesting people. Like now you see all these like shows are so fabricated and shit. Like, like, no, I got, if you type in midget on my phone, we're talking <laughs> 70, 80, like just contacts. Like I'd be literally the most i'm i love you are really unique people there <laughs> yeah. was a was it last night or it was friday night there's this dude showed up here i do think with disney world too they bring all their college program uh international students here so for the last 20 plus years disney world drives over these giant buses and drops off hundreds and thousands of fucking employees yeah why are they down with that like because i'm your like, brand and their brand are so well, it's, it's not on the books with them it's uh, one of those like okay this is another company another promoter will pick them up because a lot of them don't have cars uh, you know and, and they're just fucking damn near legally uh human trafficking people <laughs> to make you know fucking ten dollars an hour right uh, and they live on property these uh, apartment complexes and they take their rent out of their paycheck and when they're not working for Mickey Mouse, they want to go apeshit crazy. And then they're dro- driven 45 minutes into the middle of nowhere and dropped at my house. They don't know what to fucking think. And then they know that my parties aren't like a typical party. It's not like it's like some bullshit bob through a kegger and, you know, no, like, motherfucker, there's security. There's, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's like, probably fucking 20 different wristbands that will tell you where you can and cannot go in the home. And yeah, stuff. it's a whole operation. Yeah, it's, it's like I've... I have... <laughs> insanely literally have tried to create the most unique experience create the most safest fun yeah. uh not judgmental i don't care if you're fucking like i've had a guy who is definitely on the spectrum shout out to daniel and he's probably here right now just living his best life hanging out with people that and you'll see a trump a Trump uh, fucking voter. Then you'll see like a super liberal, green-haired fucking <laughs> feminist, angry lesbian. Then you'll see a couple of trannies over here. Everyone's just vibing, right? Like no one's caring, and they're like learning from each other. And, and they're, it, it's probably my most proudest accomplishment because I'm, I'm I've created a space where like we prefer an intelligent, hardworking person that's you know go getter. That's not a piece sure. of shit. But all are welcomed that come with respect and, yeah. and follow the simple rules. And uh, and you'll never go to a place, a club, a bar, a concert, anywhere and see what goes on here. What was the first party that you threw where it you were Halloween. like... Halloween. Oh, which, this is different. Which is, yeah, so the, the first drunk people in costumes, which is what we named the Halloween party, was at the very first Sausage Castle. And it was just mass hysteria. Like, the whole fucking neighborhood was like, what the fuck? Every old lady coming out in her fucking robe. Like, what the hell? And calling the police. Like, every crazy thing you've had. I've had. I'm the asshole at the party that has a better story, unfortunately. Yeah. Sometimes someone will get to talking. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I gotta get I'm like, out. no, I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, yeah, man. One time this chick, man, I saw this chick kissing another 
chick. It's crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, Rrr. like, no, just don't, because it'll turn into fucking next thing. We're talking about goddamn Skinwalker Ranch. And, <laughs> like, I have uh, collected a lot of experiences in life and experienced a lot of awesome, unique things that a lot of people consider fucking mind blowing. But it was that first Halloween party you were like, oh, this is a whole operation. Like thousands of people showing up at the, just a house in a neighborhood. Yeah, I was like, okay, we need to lighting, sound, DJ. Mm-hmm. And that sounds whatever now, but at early two thousands, no one's like not everyone's having a fucking DJ and a who, super pole. Who the a first? masseuse, a blind psychic fucking <laughs> doing terror card reading and shit. We lost the fucking key to the hearse and we were shuttling people. Uh Dan Bilzerian came to like drunk people in costumes, I think like six, five or six, and he no one knew who he was. He was uh roommates with my buddy who who is now in the CIA and he brought him because I went to high school with him. He he brought Dan Blazerian to my my Halloween party, and you had to park at this country club because we live in a nice fancy little neighborhood, and uh, you got in this hearse, like an old nineteen seventy three Cadillac black hearse. You got on this fucking just disgusting mattress that looked like a, a prostitute had fucking died. That I found it behind like a Publix <laughs> fucking dumpster, and then we had this VHS. Uh, TV combo and me and my buddy recorded this like whole intro like hey everyone you're about to go to my fucking house we're gonna go through a few simple rules and I had my buddy dressed up like this crazy Adam's family like driver and he's all in character and then he took the hearse down to this like lake and then there's a grim reaper on like a gondola boat and he doesn't talk and there's a lantern and you came to the back of the house on this lake and you don't know how to fucking get there and we were at capacity and then you know it's just a shit show and every halloween party i've thrown has been like it's our big wild crazy thing it's yeah. kind of like our super bowl but that first thing is what kind of like spawned into like the streets were hot after that because they were like yo this guy's throwing the most craziest shit and he's like you know putting all this extra touches on it yeah i mean i got a fucking a candy shop barber shop <laughs> liquor bar in my bathroom people come to my house here at saucy castle 8 and will be in my bathroom for four hours and never even see any of the 80 acres of other shit yeah i mean it's insane and who was like the first person like celebrity that showed up and you were like wait these people are coming amari stoudemire he, he uh he was in high school and he went to cypress creek high which was right on the street from saucy castle 2 and uh I remember opening the door and it's like this giant fucking dude. I'm like, oh shit. And I thought for sure, I didn't know who the fuck he was at the time, but he didn't want to pay five bucks. So I didn't let him in. <laughs> I was like, hey bro. And um, then we became homies like uh, after a while. And then he'd come over, we playing blackjack and, and, uh, and we were just watching. And then next thing you know, he's like getting drafted crazy you know, to the NBA. And we're like, holy shit, he's rookie of the year. This, that. Yo, tell me about David Blaine. David Blaine came over to the previous Sausage Castle, uh, Sausage Castle Seven. He, um, we were we were on our way on a tour uh, to go. I have a live stage show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys at home are fucking writing this shit down. <laughs> Sausage Castle podcast guy, fucking first in the game. I tried to sell Ustream TV to fucking Mark uh, Cuban. I was gonna make some money off it. I didn't. He said he didn't want it. And then uh, IBM bought it for like a hundred and I think. I forget a hundred plus million later and I was helping him with the interface. And now everyone thinks live stream is whatever. Like at one point, Wikipedia had me listed as the first, uh, um, uh, entertainer to broadcast live on social media. Wow. So like I, I was one of the OGs. Now it's like 
10 year olds are running around their fucking <laughs> iPhone recording everything fucking whatever I'm like motherfucker you had no I was idea. connecting firewire cables <laughs> I was running tape I, I, I grew up in a tape era so I was like no we're not gonna use that damn digital card what if it fucks up we'll never have these memories again hilarious I got in, right here behind here I have literally like 500 plus like tapes I've been filming all this yeah so I'm the dude who can be the asshole to probably tell you a story and then boom I'll just like show you video. and, you, and you like, Steve-O are like this Steve-O, yeah Steve-O's yeah. got everything on tape he totally does and I was uh, at one point I was like uh, it was it was in the middle of his bad area like it was real bad I was like sleeping on his couch for a couple weeks and uh, he's like yeah dude if you want to stay here you can stay with me I was like I've been here for two weeks dog and he's just going ape shit crazy he was in the middle of his like rap career and yeah uh, so all my jackass homies I was basically like getting the books and doing shows and being like their their babysitter trying to make them money and yeah Steve Steve-O is just like one of the most amazing human beings and i'm i'm so proud to see like where he's evolved to now he's in a great spot oh man because there was like his it, comedy special the intro to the special yeah. is crazy we filmed it here R- really have you did you see it because i actually haven't seen the full like thing. i saw I, a sneak peek i don't want to give it away but it's well crazy. there's a helicopter involved yeah, yeah, okay yeah. that was all filmed here really yeah oh that's insane so I, I i you know directed and produced that part of the production of it oh wow uh with the rest of the, the team so yeah. Uh, okay, David Blaine. What, what did David Blaine? Oh yeah, goddamn David <laughs> Blaine. We were going on tour. I was hosting the, the gathering of Juggalos, ICP shit. They're like, "Wow, we'll bring this crazy ratchet motherfucker." The stage show I have, it's a bunch of hot, sexy, burlesque, fire-breathing girls, and a 500-pound black dude. And there's a midget and all that kind of weird shit. And uh, we got an email from uh, ABC, or it was David Blaine directly or someone. They're like, "Hey, we need a place to shoot guns. Can we come film?" I'm like, yeah. And like we'll pay you. I was like, we'll do what? Okay. <laughs> so it's I still doing work for free because I love it. Right. Like I I've worked on all kinds of huge. I mean I don't know if you check out my IMDb page. <laughs> I got a few credits on there. Yeah. And uh, I uh, got the email from David and he came over and he was filming a show where he wanted to shoot himself with a gun, and I was like, well, shit. Sasuke's had a lot of shit happen, but we've never actually shot anyone with a gun. Yeah. Like, we take pride on No one's been stabbed or shot or killed. <laughs> yeah. You actually don't. It's like Disney, where you don't die here. Your, your, your carcass gets taken off the property. You're pronounced <laughs> dead at the hospital yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. So, uh, David Blaine, for the first hour, I was like, damn, he's really fucking just stonewall like, yes, I'm going to shoot myself. And then, like, two hours into it, we're just, like, laughing and cracking up. Some crazy Colombian dude flew on a jet... I think he promised his family that they were going to fucking Disney World. And he shows up at Sasquatch 7, which was in St. Cloud, Osceola County, right right outside of Orlando. And a 30-acre, I lived on Alligator Lake, and 80% of my property is swamp. It's just alligators. And and the house looks like the house of Thousand Corpse. There's fucking skulls everywhere. There's a giant yeah. unidolphin manatee, half, half dolphin, half unicorn, half manatee fucking our, our buddy Rick Kosick, uh jackass camera guy, legend. Yeah. Uh, and it's fucking him on the garage door. You know, like, there's a giant black dildo you had to grab to open up the door. Hilarious. Like, everything, there's swings in the house. There's, we had to take a fucking swing down to do this interview. Yeah, crazy. This, this podcast. Yeah, so, I yeah. like the swings, actually. It's a nice touch. It's fun. <laughs> it's because I'm morbidly fat. Sometimes I need an extra hand to get up out of bed. <laughs> it's my life. Like, Help me, get me the fuck out of here. But uh, David Blaine's like, yeah, we're going to fucking... Uh, I'm gonna fucking uh, shoot myself. This Colombian who comes in, and I guess he makes like this crazy special 
like Kevlar clothing that like every president, every king, mm. every prime minister, whatever the fuck. They're all secretly wearing. Yeah, they're all like a lot of their clothes are, are, are bulletproof. Interesting. And he puts on this jacket. We break out the gun. We put in the bullet, everything. And uh, I remember being bummed because like, well, actually I remember getting excited because now we were going to get paid to use as a location. But then I was like, you know, doing production stuff. Like, yeah, you want to use this fucking flamethrower? Wow. And we were shooting all this stuff at him and cards. And he was doing some fun, cool shit. And I was like, whoa, this shit's real. This motherfucker's a psycho. Right. And we were loving it. And uh, we, we got paid to shoot. And I was really excited about the, the public's food. We were really excited because <laughs> we were broke as fuck. And we, we weren't even having to get enough gas money to get where we were. We were in a, a short school bus with no AC with 20 people traveling the country. Like pulling over homie Wiz Khalifa. Like coming up on stage and our whole circus crew doing a live interactive stage show. So it wasn't for David Blaine. We wouldn't actually got to our booking because they send you deposit. You're broke as fuck. You pay all the bills then. And then you got to borrow more money by the time you have to go there to get there. Right. Thank God David Blaine came over and shot himself with a gun. And he really, he shot right himself? In his chest. Yeah. In the chest. Yeah. Just like this. And it stopped. And then I was like, mind blown. I was like, holy shit. Did he shit. film it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was on like a TV. Sh- his TV show. Oh, on, he on actually ABC. put it out. And why couldn't he just do it? Why did he want to do it here? Like, why couldn't he just go to like? You couldn't like not. You can't shoot guns anywhere. So you come to Sauce Castle to blow shit up and do crazy stuff. And I get in these circles, and you're in the entertainment industry. Yeah. You know some of the coolest, most famous motherfuckers on the planet. You've, I mean, you've had. Literally, you know, the most seen and subscribed YouTuber in the world, Mr. Peach, just sitting there hanging out with I you for fucking Mr. hours. Beast. Yeah, he's the best. All these amazing fucking people. Once you are are in business and you're ethically doing what you're supposed to be doing, not being a piece of shit, mm-hmm. not fucking kids or <laughs> raping bitches and, you know, running fucking puppy mills or whatever the fuck you're doing. Yeah. And you're passionate and you're hardworking and you love doing it, man. If you just stay insanely on that road, eventually, mathematically, the universe can only shit on you so much. Right. So then you eventually do go, you get in these weird situations. Every fucking, it's almost like every week, I'll get a text. Even your, even your DM. Like, yeah. hey, what up? I'm like, dude, dude, oh, man, okay. I know that handsome motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, I know he's from here. And my boy Miguel's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's been doing shit here around, around Central Florida forever. So Florida boys, exactly. We, we gotta stick together. Exactly, I'm with it. I'm like, yo, man, that's that's he's y'all killing it. I appreciate you. Know? you man. All the Netflix stuff you're doing, all the yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, I, and I'm I'm a huge fan uh, of Andrew's comedy. It's smart, he's intelligent. The best. It's it's brave. Not yeah. to us, it's not. Yeah. But to everyone else that lives in this like simple. Oh, don't cancel me. Yeah. He's saying what everyone's thinking. And he's doing it intelligently. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so good. Like, uh, I remember Andrew would be like, yeah, turn your phone this way. Yeah, yeah, And I was yeah, like, yeah. bro, I was like, I was just just watching, taking from a distance. And I'm not like a hater. I'm, I'm, I always like show love and appreciate when I put respect on it. And then I'm like, yo, he's like fucking with my boy, Jelly Roll, this, that, all these other love, people. Yeah, yeah, All these like cool people are like coming to my fucking house. It's all connected. For years, for years. And next thing you know, you're like, next thing you know, you're fucking doing stuff with Elon Musk and shit. <laughs> I, get, I, get, I get to go on uh, Na- uh, SpaceX, NASA missions. Wait, really? Uh, yeah. What do so, you mean? All right. So shout out to Steve-O because he brought my buddy Walter, who's now like my homie. Like we talk like, fucking every day always texting and calling each other and he is like the most badass fucking like pilot on the planet and he's done like some crazy shit like he was i don't even know everything he was doing stuff with like contractors like blackwater and shit yeah yeah 
Uh, you know, he wasn't killing and shooting a bunch of little Afghan kids or anything. <laughs> but, but he uh, was in it. Uh, he, he, he definitely got some stories. Yeah. Well, we used him as the pilot uh, to do this particular thing. So if you go see Steve-O's uh, bucket list tour, you'll see an intro. They can only be seen there. And uh, we filmed uh, the beginning of that here at the Sauce Castle. Yeah. We were, like, building the most craziest shit. We're talking, like, we're like a ratchet no budgeted Universal Studios <laughs> in Hollywood it's overpriced overhyped it's oh, we're difficult gonna... to work inside yeah we directed a music video for 3-6 Mafia and we had to spend $10,000 to have a fire marshal on set and all he did was fucking read a book outside yep. I was like there's not even fire in this video yeah there's girls twerking in the in a living room. Which that's fire. With Juicy J and DJ Paul, like Project Pat, like what is yeah. he? Only fire they're doing is smoking that fucking fire as we do. Yeah, yeah. Smoking. So when did you actually start making money? Money? Like when does I that? I get happen? little licks here and there. So the stage show, um, I was doing like the shittiest shithole bars, performing in front of people, basically bringing the Sausage Castle to a bar nightclub near you. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I was like, all right, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna. We're gonna get like 500 hot pockets, and we're gonna have like clowns at the end as they come out and hand them out to the people, and then we're gonna put our stickers on the the hot pocket uh, like little sleeve, yeah, yeah. and then we're gonna like you know I was I was uh, when I saw Man on the Moon with the Andy Kaufman story, I was inspired how like they uh, would take everyone from Carnegie Hall like in a fucking a school bus and take them to a cafeteria and a Santa Claus and cookies. I love all that like crazy experience because I want people to like have this unique experience you know that's why i go the extra mile and do all that and yeah i'm i'm a very troubled soul yeah <laughs> and i'm not like on some uh robin williams i'm gonna kill my shit but like i i i know how much it uh life can be like yeah. how, how heavy it can be and especially now more than ever mental health is like now it's like you don't have to be a pussy now you can like, talk about <laughs> yeah, it yeah. and it's important for people to have some type of escape from the harsh reality's life and 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 people can say whatever they want about me on the internet they can talk shit whatever i don't care like i used to be like i remember the first time i saw someone on myspace write something you don't like well oh my god i was yeah, like yeah. i it, was like it shook it sh i was shook you're kind of sensitive in that way yeah i'm a little petty every now and then I'm like oh <laughs> block i love it yeah it's but, like but the I actual keep the positive energy around me and i used yeah. to hold on to shit i used to hear i i had Back to the secret thing. Ooh, I circled back. I watched that thing. <laughs> and at first I thought it was a bunch of hokey pokey shit. But then I, I was starting to see that, like, okay, I wake up in the morning. If I stump my toe, then, no, oh, fuck, the water's not on because mm. I didn't pay the bill. Oh, shit. Then you spiral into this, like... Negativity. Yeah, it, it, it is somewhat connected. So you can, you can definitely manipulate the universe in your favor if you play it the right way. Right. Okay, and so... you don't listen to every... Oh, you have to do this. Yeah. You think outside the box. You do it. I know it sounds crazy, but you say, all right, fuck it. I want to do this. And you do that. And then you just do it. And then you don't fucking take no. And you just keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing. So the actual money, though. Like, when did the it start money. getting... So the stage show. Yeah, no, you're, I'm, it, I'm wearing you down. I know. There's, no, there's no, a no, lot no, of no. shit. No, there's Elon Musk over here. We haven't got to yet. We're going to get to SpaceX in a second. Yeah. But the actual, like, money, money, where it's like, oh, now it's different. I was we throwing parties, and, like, I was charging people, like, you know, 20, 30, 40. I remember the first time I, like, wanted to charge someone 100 bucks, and I was, I did it, like, all right, they're not going to do this. And they did it. Like, and then there was, like, people, like, bootlegging, like, s selling counterfeit, like, tickets to my shit. Wow. And this one guy, if I find him to this day, we're going to have, it's, it's on site. He, uh, he made, like, five grand off me. And selling all these tickets and then these people were showing up and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? 
And uh, I was like, all right, we'll just let them in. They fit money. Let's just let them in, and we'll, we'll worry about it. We have a line because, like, there were times where these Disney kids would come, uh, Disney college program students, we call them kids. I'm 41, but uh, <laughs> they're all fucking showing up, and it gets it gets very overwhelming. You get a lot of like, you gotta have the sense of urgency of a psycho. Yeah, like I'm running around fucking sweeping up and moving things around, and, and it's created a very bad OCD. Like, I won't even go to bed until my floor is vacuumed. And yeah. I'm straightening things up. And I haven't always been a pussy like that. I always, like, would make fun of people. I'm like, yo, you're fucking, you're fucking crazy. But I got so engulfed into making it better and better and better that the attention to detail. Like, right now, I'm probably like, I hope one of the guns aren't dusty behind me. <laughs> no. And probably one of them is. But making money, throwing parties. Then I started posting, like, shit that normal people wouldn't post. Mm. People were like, yo, Mike. Uh, you, you just posted that slow-mo cum shot is on your story. You're not supposed to put that on your Snapchat. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, so that's why it has 10,000 views because I, when I downloaded the app, I guess it notified everyone in my contacts uh, that I had a Snapchat and my phone's on fire. And this is back when it was super hot. At first, I thought it was like some bullshit kid shit. Right. You know, I'm, like, I'm still that old guy like, fuck TikTok because I hate it. Everything yeah, yeah. I put on there, everything I have on there has millions of views, but I fucking hate it. And like everything I put on, it gets fucking deleted. Sure. So, but I know I have to constantly evolve and not be that old man wizard and be like shaking my fist because you have to learn to, you Adapt know, stay. and grow. Yeah. And- so that has been a benefit of me making money because I've always been a little ahead of the curve on what's hot. You know, listen, I, I don't fucking got no Bitcoin. I will never fucking buy no damn NFT. This ain't my thing. It's not my experience. I'm selling a real life experience, a tangible experience that you can't get anywhere. Go subscribe to any other fucking stripper on OnlyFans. She's not gonna let you come to her house and party and then create this whole like itinerary summer camp. Fucking there's costume con, there's wrestling, there's comedy, there's all these things you're getting for $33 a month from mybc.com. And it, some people don't, a lot of people don't sign up because they don't think it's legit. They're like, so you're telling me for $33 <laughs> a month and we haven't even changed it, even with inflation, it's been the same price. Mm. But we, they would give, we would give them access because I, I kept getting fucking deleted. I've had yeah. 17 YouTubes. I just got into like a month ago, just a month ago into a YouTube account I had that's over 10 years old. Wow. I just got into it. I did hit up one of my Ukrainian plugs. <laughs> They're great, by the way. Uh, he like, he, he hacked his way in. Oh, if I, if I wanted to like delete anyone's Instagram on the planet for the right price, I know the guy who can literally fucking push a button and, and make it happen. That's and eventually, scary. eventually <laughs> the, 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 the platform can go in and see whatever and they can bring you back, but it'll scare the fucking shit out of somebody yeah. that has millions of followers and shit. But I kept getting deleted and deleted and deleted. And I was like, fuck you hating ass motherfuckers. So one day I said, I'm going to charge them to watch my shit. So if you're going to report me, you're going to fucking pay, but I'm going to, the, the, the sales strategy was to give them everything to where economically it does not make economics for me at all. Mm. Like if every member of mybc.com showed up at the same time, I'd be fucked. Uh, I it's mean, like a gym almost. Yeah. yeah so yeah. the ones who come here and a lot of them only come once a year, some will never come. Right. Like I'm talking, you name it, they're members. It's like a, it's like a, like a little secret society, but yes, yeah, it's not so secret. Yeah. And a lot of people, they're wearing like their sausage castle shirt. They'll see each other and they'll be like, oh, <laughs> and then just become homies. And it's like a community. It's like a, I hate to say all this weird fucking sappy like family shit, but it is. It's it's like 
we're a bunch of degenerates that find a common uh, ground of like, hey, just be yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the other day, uh, there was some dude. I thought it was the fucking Quasimodo costume. Yeah. But no, he was I'm like, oh shit, that's real. But he was fucking just slam dancing, going crazy, and I was like, and the psycho in me, like my heart, like just like flutters for a second. I'm like, oh my god, I'm 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 responsible for creating a moment that this dude's probably gonna get his dick sucked. <laughs> like our buddy Daniel, who's deaf in a spectrum, he got his first blowjob here. Wow. He, has, he, he drives for Uber and yeah, shit. He's yeah. not he's not full blown retard, okay? Yeah. I don't know what the percentage is, but he's definitely got some shit going on. But we're very honest and open with him. We're we're like he's like our little fucking fucking brother. We he's take make our wish. Yeah. <laughs> we we make sure no one like we fuck with our people. We'll be damned if anybody fucks with, yeah. with our with, with our our people. Yeah. We're allowed to do what we want with them. We fuck with them. You know, give them hell. But uh, you're seeing a guy who has like you know social dis- like dysfunctions mm-hmm. you know hard time socializing yeah. and getting social they went to homeschool like, like a pussy too long mm. so they don't know they don't have the 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 normal social interaction they don't have no skills right so, and we're throwing him in the fire and then you got the dude it's like thinks he's too cool to have fun we're yeah. like no you're a bitch get the fuck up and dress <laughs> like this pumpkin and let's have fun we're <laughs> yeah. forcing you to have like that childlike spirit of like it's the it's the fucking no we're gonna go play manhunt yeah we're yeah, gonna yeah. go fucking go paintballing and yeah. all that shit so I mean, so once you start posting on snapchat all of a sudden people start coming in and they're like oh, oh this well, is crazy i remember and then they're subscribing and all that stuff yeah so after having six instagrams deleted 17 youtubes i'm like i'm like over it so i'm like i'm gonna charge them they fucking changed my whole fucking life you're talking wow. like a dude who's living on fucking hot dogs okay and i'm still like getting to do shit that you would think i paid like i'm fucking like you know doing the most i'm hanging out with fucking you know my buddy trey cyrus and his sister miley cyrus yeah, i'm in yeah. vegas i'm next thing you know like fucking deaf lepers walking in like all this crazy weird shit and it's just my life and it's normal to have like oh james o'keefe from project verdas is coming over uh let's clean the house oh this is the (laughs) the director of cnn for 25 years as he defected and came to the light and now he's working with project verdas and i'm hearing all these things and like i'm i'm uh getting inside information about stuff i'm like okay well you have a, a video of a twitter executive talking shit about his Asperger's syndrome of elon so i want to make sure elon gets that so i'm hitting him on my boy walter the helicopter pilot that did shit with steve-o who works for spacex and nasa and has a, a government contract with them that flies his giant ass fucking coast guard looking helicopter and he works the box, which is like the perimeter of the launch area. Yeah. So he has to go up every time a rocket or anything goes up and has to make sure there's no vessels, no humans, no fucking large fucking sperm whales, whatever. <laughs> no fucking Cuban refugees floating up. Yeah. He's the one who makes it. And on the comms, you'll hear, okay, mission control, you're, you're clear for takeoff. And then they start to count. They wait for him. And I'm fucking just, just degenerate flying around in my... Fucking so aviation and obesity does not go together. No, it's like so, the opposite. You're like yeah, gravity's and, working harder on you. And my boy Walter, he's so fucking badass. Like I'm hooked in, clipped in. We're flying around and all this shit. And I'm, I'm bringing my buddy Joey Fatone with me from Insane. We're filming. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a fucking rocket. You want to talk about the ultimate like panty dropper? Like take a chick to go see a fucking SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket go up from a goddamn <laughs> helicopter. 
literally you're you're literally with both doors open this isn't like one of these bullshit manhattan no, helicopter no, no, no. tours this is apache yeah you're this flying is a around. big ass fucking helicopter no doors on it you're in it and you're fucking like it's it's a cool experience so i've been able to do all these cool things meeting these cool people working hard doing the most like there, there's still shit to this day that i do for free all the time that i can make thousands of dollars up doing yeah and ethically i just kept at it kept at it so long that when the the shit was getting crazy hype back at south 7 in the very beginning of youtube only thing i would post was like oh something funny and crazy and sexy right. so it was kind of like what we have now we're in an era now where you know they call it cap and even though i hate fucking saying that word but bragging and 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 flossing and stunting like that's just not that cool anymore now mm -hmm. it actually creates animosity and resentment mm -hmm. from your followers so they don't want to see you fucking you know these youtubers are like yeah here's a million dollars give it a homeless guy wake up buddy i was doing it i was picking up homeless people taking them in limos and fucking getting their dick sucked uh <laughs> buying them i bought mm. i do a lot of stuff for veterans yeah can you talk to me about what you do with the veterans and with jenny well coincidentally coincidentally mark just days away is my annual veterans day party every year I invite any and every veteran or active service of all branches. We haven't had anyone from uh, Space Force yet, but I'm waiting. They're Soon. Right. They do. We got some hot chicks in there, though. But uh, you're invited to come to my house. Yeah. I will cook you dinner, free haircuts, tattoos, and free blowjobs. How? <laughs> by the wonderful, legendary Jenny Jizz. If there was a blowjob Mount Rushmore, she'd be right dead smack middle. She is uh, a beautiful woman who's you would refer to as maybe a MILF and her husband is the cum artist, Mike. And I remember actually she was with me uh, and Bert Kreischer on her podcast and Jenny Jez was there and we were, we were talking about it, the whole thing we were doing and we were inviting veterans to come over and come get their dick sucked. So a hundred percent for free. People were like, what is he doing? He can't, he can't do that in the news. Like it's going everywhere. Like, and a lot of things changed for me when Vice came into the picture. Mm. There's a, a, a reporter named Mitchell, and just, I could tell at first he wanted to hate me because he, he's this super feminine, like, New York hipster. You know, he's fucking, he looks like he has full-blown fucking AIDS. He looks like one of the extras <laughs> in Philadelphia coming around and shit. Yeah. And he just came, and I think, like, you know, like, media, they try to, like, you know, like, kind of fuck with you, see, like, whatever, and I'm just like pulling my dick out pissing like just not giving a fuck and he could tell i wasn't intimidated by his sexuality and yeah he, and he sees i got a fucking flock of lesbians over here and he's like <laughs> he's like wow this is like a, a a wild fucking forest of magical creatures and he was fixated on it and it was one of the biggest like stories advice ever ran and wow it was at one point i was i was getting fucking tagged on things on like facebook i remember and be like cool uh but what about mike busey and the sausage castle that's hilarious. and then they were coming uh always over to film and doing like stories and and uh you know there was talks of us doing a show and because i've been in a bunch of like developmental deals with networks and shit and like now i have this like kind of chip on my shoulder to, to the yeah. game because i needed them forever i wanted to propagand my stuff and put it out there but now i uh I, I realized that I don't. I am the network. Right. I have the money. They fucked up. Yeah, they yeah. Should, I was a free agent. They could have held you down. I, I would. Then. I would have been like 
I would have fucking give me the Illuminati tattoo on my forehead. I'll do anything. <laughs> I'll kill anyone. Doors. Who cares? Because I like I'm, I don't have like a love for money. I have a love for life and the experiences that money brings and the yeah, freedoms. And doing the most. Yeah, I don't like worrying and stressing my fucking brains out. Right. But now I find myself doing that more. So what's next then? So like you've built this huge thing. You have this whole operation. You got all this money coming in. You're throwing these parties. Like, can you level up from here, or is it going to be like have some kids and chill? Uh, I I definitely ask myself this thousands of times and just when I think I've outdone myself it's like no it just keeps going yeah keeps going sorry there's like this sensor thing in my bathroom when you walk in it's like this haunted thing from like the (laughs) Disney head you're in my bizzard bathroom with no door by the way which I love well there's a science to that yeah you're gonna have try to put like 300 people in your house and they all gotta take a piss you don't want them taking shits Mm. don't don't come to shit at my house go shit in the woods okay (laughs) And if you get a piss in your dude, pull your dick out and pee on the ground. Yeah. You know? And we don't want no one doing any fucking crazy drugs in there. Or, or doing any un- unauthorized finger banging. So, no door. And then they, w- there's a curtain and some chains, a little bit of privacy. And it kind of, like, keeps people in and out. And then, then you don't have, you know, we've had to kick in a couple doors. Some drunk dudes, like, passed out in the oh, shower. Gosh. I'm like, is someone digging a shower? Like, <laughs> it's like this guy's going to drown in my bathtub. He's just yeah, yeah. drunk and fucking, you know, whatever. I've seen it all, like everything. You name it. Unfortunately, I'm the guy who's experienced it. And all these amazing, cool things I got to do with my life just because I passionately, insanely sought after working. I outwork, I out hustle everybody. You know. So what's the next step though? You got this great it's, girl. It's just you got, like I've been I've been dating the cool same life. girl. I got I got caught up in the the the, co- the COVID fucking cuddles. Cuffing. COVID I came cuffing, back from bro. Columbia. I flew like twenty well, thirty of my friends to Columbia on a, on a private jet. Uh not a private jet, a commercial airline. Yeah. Jet and whatever. Next season. And uh <laughs> I was trying to it was like a little bit of a Drake, but a Drake budget, like yeah, when he flies yeah. uh, all his homies and shit. But, uh, you know, got a bunch of prostitutes and shit and big old mansion, flew in some of my members, like a sweepstake. Hey, you're going to come here and oh, fuck cool. all the prostitutes you want and get drunk. And I'm going to feed you. <laughs> and, and we're going to go hang out with Don Roberto, Pablo Escobar's brother. And we're hanging out in his house and shit. And, and he's telling us stories. And yeah, we, some, I got stories about that. And, and it's crazy. But um, as soon as I get back, COVID, boom, whole fucking planet shuts down. Then now I'm having to like, okay, I, I'm having this Wolf of Wall Street moment. Like, we're not fucking leaving. Disney's shutting down. Universal shut- I'm not letting anyone go. Because I had, at one point, I had like 15 employees full time. Right. You know? And coming from a fucking, a dumb motherfucker sleeping in a walk-in closet, you know, making, oh, maybe I should answer that one question you asked 30 minutes ago. Um, <laughs> fucking, the money. I yeah. started charging. And... I remember being at a Home Depot and needed trash bags, but I got scared. I didn't have enough money, so I put it back. And then on the way out, I was checking my bank account, and I'd seen a wire go for like $10,000. I got scared. I was like, oh, shit. I got excited and scared because I was like, oh, they done fucked up and wired. So the bank gave me $10,000. I got some fucking some fucking monopoly-free parking shit over here. Yeah. And, but I was scared to touch it because I had never seen $10,000 in, in person at the time. And definitely not in my fucking bank account. Hell the fuck. Yeah, and what, when was that? That was not that long ago. Six years ago. Wow. Six years exactly to this month. Because the last Sausage Castle, Sausage Castle 7, um, we transitioned from here. So that whole part, when people look me up online or see whatever, still to this day, it's like, hey, I heard, you, heard his house burned down. The fucking county burnt down my house. Yeah, it's so insane. So for years, they were flying helicopters over my house. Mm-hmm. 
and they were fining me for allegedly running a nightclub from my private residence. Right. And the house was coincidentally built on two parcels. Okay. I don't even legally own this. One of my, my, my Jewish homies, we called him Israel, straight up from the motherland. Yeah. He is super shalom. <laughs> like, you can't even, he's like Borat. You can't understand anything he's saying. He's so unorthodox. His whole behavior, like, whoa, like, yo, you can't be saying that, dog. You're in America. He was like here hustling people, selling old ladies, like fake uh, air condition spray. Holy like, colors. oh, you're going to die of mold. Give me $5,000. I clean it. And, uh, he he came into the picture where he helped me buy the home from this original crazy redneck dude named Mike, uh, Mike Brown, who had a contracting company, and they was making a bunch of money. And I went to go film a, a TV show, a pilot for uh, MTV, and they needed a place to shoot guns. And I was uh, literally one mile from UCF. I lived right on Alafaya, so yeah, I was yeah. six. And I was having like girls going wild, tour bus, like you name it, every crazy seether, fucking every rock band, fucking Papa Roach. Who were, all these people were coming over, performing at my house. Like I was throwing the parties that you see in the fucking movies all the time. And it's before social media. As that start went, started going on, it was just tons and tons of like uh, every six months, like, oh, this is going on, this is going on. This county is like, Fuck you. As my manager, Miguel, says, you were the wrong kind of white. Because uh, this is like just... Dinner, 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 dinner. You hear yeah. the banjo as soon as you come into St. Cloud. Right. Obviously, it's developed over the years, and it's getting bigger and crazier. But I'm living on this 30-acre land and the homeland swamp of America on Alligator Lake. And this crazy-looking, fucking haunted-looking castle... And you know how hard it was to get pussy when you met someone online and they showed up to your house in a giant fucking skull. There's a haunted strip club. Like I, I, they were, they were literally like, oh, no, thank you. And they would leave. I'm like, no, 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 I know, no, no, it looks crazy. I'd have to be like having passed the phone around to other girls. I was like, yo, tell her she's not gonna get raped and killed. Please, please vouch for me, bro. And that's so. Funny. And they were coming. And they're like, what the fuck is this? So all these people. I was bringing, you know, anyone and everyone. Like you name it, they were coming out there. And the county hated you. The county was like, who the fuck is this guy in our town? Yeah. And the the home was built on two parcels. And when the economy, the, the, I think it was 2008, the home, homing crisis, mm-hmm. um, my Israeli friend, he scooped in and got it uh, on a tax deed uh, auction, which I didn't know nothing about. Now I'm like a fucking damn near certified fucking real estate agent on shit. Yeah. So I'm basically renting a house. I'm in rental purgatory. I'm allowed to do whatever the fuck I want to this place anything as long as I pay the bills and then my original landlords weren't paying the bank so then uh, next thing you know I'm hearing foreclosure I'm doing my live stage show I had a registry uh, at Club Avila the largest uh, country, uh, largest nightclub in America in Panama City Beach I'm hosting spring break there my whole crazy wild stage show every day of the month of March that is my first stimulant of money right see and there you go I'm live show yeah live shows I'm like yo here's 30 grand you dumb motherfucker right. I'm like I'm rich I can we'll live six <laughs> years off this and I'm taking everything this in the last 20 plus years and I'm reinvesting 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 oh we gotta get an Apple computer so we can edit on iMovie 06 and, <laughs> and all this other shit I had a thing called Pinnacle it was like hardware and stuff before yeah, yeah, yeah. all this like Adobe and Final Cut and all this stuff I was learning to edit on stuff and putting it out on the internet people were like laughing at me like yo fucking YouTube what's that that's like internet TV yeah and 
I was just lucky to get out there in those spaces very in the very, very beginning of it. And But the county wants you out though. County wants me out. They're finding me thousands of dollars a day for three things. Allegedly running a, a nightclub from my private residence, the Fact. home being on two parcels, okay, and then it's on it's uh, allegedly are the the EPA is saying the home was built on swampland, and the original uh, builder worked at the county, so I think that like when they they kind of push some papers through, next thing you know, here I am causing a scene. And lo and behold, just like every classic 80s movie, the big bad corporate America guy is coming in to ruin the summer camp. And uh, Ernest has got to save the camp and we got to have a car wash and we got an animal house, all these legendary weird science, the, you know, Fairless Bueller's Day Off, all these crazy movies. Uh, we got to fucking save the Sausage Castle because my next door neighbor was the county commissioner and he was. Uh, his parcels touched ours. Uh, so he and hates you. He, he had wants you out. way more of a reason to try to get me out there. And then this is early in social media. So what, what I would do is when this stuff was happening at first, I was only posting fun, cool, crazy shit. Well, when I got super real with my audience, they went from liking me to loving me. They're like, yo, this motherfucker is a goddamn G. He don't give a fuck. And he's fighting the man. Like, he's fighting, fighting the, the commissioner. We're at a summer camp. We're fighting the fucking man. We're out there yeah. like, fuck We him. just want to party, and they're yes. trying to shut it down. They're trying to stop the party, and we're trying to keep it going. Meanwhile, all this, we're still pushing through. I'm doing TV shows in France. Uh, I did some crazy ass like show in the Netherlands. It was on like right before American Idol like season finale yeah. over there and shit. Like, I'm getting like worldwide shit. Uh, billionaire guys are hitting me up. Hey, I want to give you show. That guy David Alke, he like owns yeah yeah part of, like Coca Cola. He, he he threw me some money and made a show that I never even fucking seen that aired in <laughs> Europe and shit. Uh, all these different stuff going on. So the whole world's watching me fight the man, and I'm I'm not understanding what's happening i'm not putting two and two together until i'm getting more information i'm seeing okay all these fucking helicopters they're swatting me they're kicking my door in on uh one it was actually coincidentally a drunk people in costumes halloween event it was day three fucking the the all of a sudden cars flying down my driveway and you see i'm like oh here we go my heart is like just beating on my chest, like, oh, I'm done. I'm going to pound you in the ass prison. What the fuck? And, it, and they think I'm like goddamn Pablo Escobar. Right. They think I'm fucking throwing these parties and, you're and selling, selling drugs. drugs and everything. You're yeah. like, I don't even smoke weed. I don't yeah. do anything. And they're like, oh, no, find more. So they're seeing this whole fucking thing unfold and they're angry. They're, sp they're already like balls deep on budget. Like aviation fluid uh, fuel is not cheap. And they're flying these helicopters around my house because you couldn't get to it unless aerial. This is before drones were popping. Mm, you so know? they're just trying to find anything. They're taking, it. I'm going in the court and my lawyer, Scott Herman, uh, I met, he fucking literally, this is a game to him. He's like, fuck it, let's, let's take him to the house. Let's fight him. I was fighting like, they were showing up every party, giving me fines. It was like for 250 bucks for a noise violation. And I'm like, I'm taking a court. They're like, are you sure? It's only 250. I'm like, nope, take it. Yeah. I was like, bring it in. Look, take that shit to trial. Get, you, get your 12 white folks, take that shit to trial. And I was like, let's go, let's go. And uh, we were fighting it. And then they were playing tit for tat. Well, that one Halloween, fucking uh, a task force showed up. And all ski masks. And there's just drunk people like just trying to wake up and stuff. And 
they went into a room that I had, it was a garage that I had put like bunk beds in and a pool table. It was like a little like private little Airbnb type of thing. And I didn't know this till later that night. Um, the guy all came in, they, they started searching my house and then like, they were only in there for like five minutes and then they walked out and I remember this guy looking at me, he's like, Mac, did you think you could do this forever? We got families here. And I remember just looking in his eyes and be like, and you could see the chant, the, the talk, and I'm doing all this stuff for veterans, and some of these cops are, are veterans, and they're like sending me like these cryptic messages, like, yo, bro, they're after you. I had one guy uh, show up, and his wife drove his car, and he sat in the back of it. It was like some weird, like, and he was telling me all this shit the county commissioner's doing, the code enforcement officer. They were using, like, we're gonna get him out of here by running these code enforcement fines so we can foreclose on the property. But you keep fighting everything. Yeah, I'm fighting it. So as I'm fighting it, I'm like, oh, yeah, bitch, I'm going to make you famous. Then then I'm, I get a, all this shit going on. Well, I didn't know that that day they had put a suitcase into this armoire because when we went to get out for the third day, I'm like, I'm like scared. shit. I was like, what do we do? Do we still have the party tonight? This is mm-hmm. day three. Do we do it? I was like, oh, we just got to do it. I just reluctantly say, yeah, let's do it. Well, they had ran a fucking whole like roadblock stop on my, in my driveway. It was like a like a mile long driveway. So you had to come in that way. And, you, and there's only one way in and one way out. That's yeah. it. So they did a perimeter. Like they basically boxed up everyone coming in, everyone leaving, all getting pulled over, fucking cars ripped apart. What I did not know is they put a fucking suitcase of drugs. Like basically you're a drug dealer starter kit, the scale, the baggies, fucking, I didn't even, it's Molly had just started popping around then. Right. And uh, EDM shit started blowing up. So, it was that. It was like, I had to call my camera guy, Pat, in, like, because I knew he was like, you know, he fucking loved drugs. He was like, yo, bro. <laughs> nice, free he's drugs. Like, he, he's like freaking out. And he's, you can see him shaking. He's like, bro, this is thousands and thousands of dollars worth of shit. I had him count every little fucking stamp of acid and stuff. And, and no one touched it. You it was like $24,000 worth of drugs. Because you know it's a setup. Yeah, so, well, so. Not, no, not at the time I did. Oh, not at wow. the time. So me being broke as fuck, I'm like, all right, well, let me take this and put them in some big ass like trash bags, tie them up and take it way out in the woods and, and just leave it, get it the fuck out of my house. Because you thought it was like someone left it there, some drug dealer came and left yes, it. Yes, at gotcha. first. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, yeah, damn, no. I was like, huh? But then I'm like, wait a minute. You just got all these fucking guys with these ski masks on come in. They came in, they left. And then, then you're seeing all this stuff. They're basically trying to like set me up because I... They were they were doing everything they could. I had people coming over. I had like, hey man, uh, I need some drugs. You can buy some drugs. I didn't know that the fucking FBI had moved in this guy who looks exactly like Danny Trejo. We called him fucking Machete, and he had a whole backstory. He was going to the MMI motorcycle school. He was a veteran allegedly. Right. And a Mexican every, dude, like a, a Spanish-looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. Older. Fucking real solid ass mustache. I mean, he looked like he looked like Machete. And the first day he shows up, he's like, "Hey man, you know where I get any automatic weapons?" He moves into the house. Yeah, because I was broke as fuck. I had like Craigslist ads, like, "You want to be my fucking roommate? Seven dollars a month, motherfucker." So an informant moved into your house. The FBI paid me rent money to live in my house, and only was there. Didn't even didn't even ask for their last month or their security deposit bag. So the FBI actually uh, cut me a check. As Halloween, that's October, nothing goes on December or uh, November. 
my birthday party I had this big crazy the sexy santa mm-hmm. christmas party and it happened to be the same day the mayans predicted the end of the world yeah. so we threw this whole like end of the world party uh fucking we're all gonna die and it's like my birthday party i'm dressed as fucking santa claus yeah okay next thing you know boom fucking here we go fucking cops fucking flooding in and I had ne- I it was probably like 50 plus cops. Like if you would have robbed the bank in Osceola County, you would have been fucking, you could have made it to anywhere and could have walked right out if you wanted to. <laughs> uh, I was like, what the fuck? They cut off. We we started like playing games. We were like, okay, we got to be smarter. We And I wasn't selling drugs. I wasn't even doing drugs. And, right. and there were people like doing Molly every now and then. Like, what am I doing? Fucking, hey, take a fucking drug test before you pull in my house. Right. Like, people, people are bringing their own stuff. People smoking like. weed and doing shit, whatever. But like I never was, uh, I never let people openly like. There wasn't. You never come to a party. I know it kind of ruins the rock star moan of it. There was never like a fucking plate of cocaine and right. Because you know go. you're pushing the limit, and you're yeah. like, I can't do anything blatantly illegal because then exactly. they're going to shut us down. I'm in this gray area that I'm basically. I try to explain like this: if I was a cake maker, and that's what I did for a living. But if I had a wedding, you're expecting my cake's going to be fucking amazing. So I was throwing parties, and that's what I did for a living. So when I threw a party, yeah, security, fucking mm. VIPs, I was renting out shit. Then comes, that's Halloween. I'm scared. I don't have nothing for November. December comes, end of the world party. Boom, I'm getting arrested, dressed as Santa Claus. It is fucking number one trending thing And in what the is world. the charge here? Selling liquor without a liquor license. A misdemeanor. When I heard it was a misdemeanor, I was like, fuck you. I started laughing. I'm drunk as fuck. I got Jaeger all in my teeth. I'm dressed as fucking Santa Claus. I'm yelling, y'all cock-blocking motherfuckers. They let me take my bond money. And when I when I went into this uh, their station, I looked down this uh, hallway, and I was like, oh, my fucking God. Like a fucking ton of bricks had hit me. And I just looked at this chick that was wearing this black and white, gray, like, checkered flannel shirt. This girl was trying to fucking get me to, like, do coke with her. Let me find coke. She was pulling her fucking titties out. She was, I, was, I thought she was trying to fuck. Well, come to find out, there's... I'm immediately knowing that there's undercovers that came to that party. And she was one of the undercovers. Yeah, and I didn't know this was happening. And then I, and I go, oh, I started laughing, and they saw that I saw her. And then they showed, they shooed me away. They took me in a room, put me in this big conference room. These motherfuckers look like Ninja Turtle Foot Clan with all fucking their ski masks and shit. I looked down on their arms and I see the Mike Busey wristband. I was like, they were all there. All there. And I'm like thinking they just showed up. They were all like undercover task force agents doing like, it was, I I want to, I've still to this day, I don't know all the facts. So I don't, I don't want to say something that's not true, but. I think they were doing like a multi-county like exercise. They literally feel like they were just exercising how this is how we do this and do that. Crazy. But, and they thought um, it'd be easy probably. Like they were like that's how you know they didn't have anything on you because they got you on selling well, alcohol illegally. What was happening is is that some of these people like saw like the, what they were doing was fucked up. They were basically trying to uh, run me out of town. Right. And they didn't like my way of life and. Like, oh, he's got goddamn three six mafia. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Having concerts in our damn county. Yeah. And I didn't know my fucking the damn the county commissioner was my fucking next door neighbor. So and then uh, this whole like swampland shit. They were like wanting. I was being told information from the county, other county police that were like on my side. Like, yo, they're trying to build this park there. And then this guy like is selling 
uh, he's buying uh, waste from uh, Puerto Rico from a hurricane, this ash and coal stuff. He's, he's buying it and it is like, he's getting like kickbacks on it and stuff. He gets arrested for impersonating a cop. It was all renewed. So the commissioner- Ron DeSantis took this guy's, pulled his card. This happened a couple years ago. So no one even knows how corrupt this guy so is. So your neighbor, the commissioner is like buying up illegal waste, dumping it illegally, yeah, and impersonating whole, an officer. And like, finally the county is like, oh man, maybe Mike Beasley wasn't so bad. And by that time, I'm already like, yo, I'm fucking rich. Suck a dick. I'm like fat girl that went skinny. I'm yeah, like, bitch, yeah. you ain't got shit. I got a little chip on my shoulder. And now they know that I'm scarier because I can protect myself even mm. more. And he's got dirt on him. him, too. Yeah. So so I'm, I'm going through this whole, like, you know, transition. But the plot fucking thickens. Okay. I'm thinking my life is over. I'm going to go have to get a normal job and go suck the day's dick. <laughs> And and uh, and do my thing because you think they're eventually just going to shut you down. You can't fight it yeah. forever. So I'm like, I'm done. So I I go uh, to my buddy's bachelor party. Literally, I literally walked home from fucking jail at like nine in the morning because all my friends were passed the fuck out. I'm freezing. It doesn't get cold very often in Florida, but this particular day is fucking cold as shit. And my fat ass is walking down <laughs> 192 in a Santa Claus outfit, still just like, oh my god. And the money I took in to bond myself out they give you a fucking check and i don't have a phone on me so what am i gonna do i, I have no cash now i have a fucking check from Osceola county jail and i'm just sitting there and i'm just i get back i go to miami i'm sitting with my homie like courtside at a miami heat game and the next thing you know my fucking phone like the lights on fire Tweet, tweet, like alerts, channel six, channel nine. Then I start having like, oh God, I'm fucked. Like this is done. This is like 24 hours after after the arrest. Yeah, they found some more shit. Or they're trying to get me on a no, fine. No, yeah, I, I didn't something. know. I didn't know what's happening. It just happens. I just look like the fucking most retarded looking motherfucker <laughs> who just happened to get arrested, looking like Santa Claus, and it just happened to be days before Christmas. And I guess it was a really slow news week because I was like, I, I'm. I have the video and the screenshots. It was like North Korea. And it was some, it was like, I was the number one trending thing. And oh, and George W. Bush in North Korea was trending <laughs> at the time. And uh, yeah, and then it, it kind of like made me the solidification of like, no, you are the party legend. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you, even though it was like bullshit. And then as soon as that happened, I was, uh, I got the clap back. Cause when, when I was in that uh, room, that conference room, I looked down. I said, listen, motherfucker, I took a picture with you. I took a picture with you. I was like, and your bitch over here? She was pulling her titties out, this and that. I was like, fuck all of you. I was like, y'all fucking purposely trying to entrap me. This Y'all y'all wasting tax dollars on little old me. Yeah. And all you could get, because I was selling $5 fucking beers. Yeah, you have an informant in my house? Yeah, yeah. multiple. I didn't know. There was like yeah. there was but like there's the 12. dude that's living there. Machete's like actually yeah. in the in the cut. And I didn't, and then the the gun local gun store, these fucking assholes didn't they failed to tell me the FBI called them one day until like a year later, like, yeah, they were asking me about all your weapons, are they legit? Da, da, da. And so everything's they, on the books. Like yeah, you're everything's legit. legit. Everything's yeah. legit. Like they, they were coming to my house all the time, running all the serial numbers. I'm like, yo, my shit's all legal. We're safe. We're not doing anything. They fucking, one time I got, a, I was in handcuffs for four fucking hours in my own driveway. They kicked my door in. They had helicopters, snipers, all this shit. I'm like, yo, like people were just, they, they wanted me so bad. And it was getting scary to where I was like, I was tired of fighting. It was 10 years of it. Right. And so you're thinking about just giving up. Yeah. Let me find another job. Meanwhile, I'm on tour 
We almost die in a fucking bus accident in Kentucky, by the way. I'm not a big fan of Kentucky. Uh, bus flips over. My buddy goes out the window. He's all fucked up in the face. I'm lucky to be alive. I'm homeless, sleeping at a fucking O'Reilly's auto parts store with my with my pug, Jetta. You still know money. And I'm on the sidewalk. I, and I'm like still thinking that I'm supposed to show my followers the funny, the sexy, the crazy. And one day that all changed. And I said, hey, man. I'm not fake. I can't be telling you everything's gravy and how awesome my life is. Like I'm fucked. I'm I'm done. I'm like I'm I can't take this no more. I would I would be like so emotionally distraught and they it was a very vulnerable weird feeling to like tell them what was really going on. Mm -hmm. But it changed my life because I was just like, "Yo, man, I'm fighting this and I can't I don't know I don't know what's going on. I don't know how far this goes into it." But when I started sharing that part of my life, that's when the shit went up mm. everything and then i was like you know what i almost died in a bus accident y'all are fucking hating on me the the county's trying to get my shit down because they're trying to come at me legally and i'm fucking making them look like ass clowns right and now they got like or i was finding out about shit from emails from news reporters like yeah we'd like to I'll talk about the foreclosure you're probably like what they're like oh oh uh, you like they were the, the county commissioner was hand in hands with Osco County Sheriff's Department doing all this crazy ass shit. Like I, I literally, I, I tweeted at one point that these bolt cutters, these big red bolt cutters they used to raid my home one time because I kept, I started chaining things up. I'm like, fuck you, yeah. you're not invited, you can't come. Fuck you, it's my property. And I, I tweeted out, they had a, on a marker that said the property Osco County Sheriff's Department. And I was like, hey, hey, fuckers, when you want this, call me. And they call me, and I say, hey, uh, y'all fucked up. And they're like, what do you mean? They're still on some cocky, arrogant shit. And by the way, I have no problem with cops. Most cops are fucking amazing. Right. And a lot of them were still amazing. It was the higher-ups right. that were puppeteering things. There were cops probably coming to your parties oh, that were having were, a great coming, time. I had a cop. I had this on fucking camera. 2008, a cop comes, tells us, I think, oh, yeah, he's going to tell us to shut it down. No, he tells us to turn the music back up. He walks into my house, grabs a bottle of liquor off the counter, Hits it, gun. I'm thinking, like, what am I in? Super bad, the movie or something? It wasn't out of time, I don't think, but I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it goes in the garage, gets his dick sucked in my house. And I'm like, yo, this is the coolest cop ever. And on he told duty? Us, on duty, bro. On duty. On duty. And I have footage of all this stuff, all this shit. So, yeah, everything. you fuck with cops. You're I'm not anti cop. But here's where it gets crazy. So they say, hey, we want to talk to you. I say, oh, you better. And you're like, oh, are you trying to threaten us? I was like, no. Y'all just fucked up. You have me arrested on some bullshit. You spent all this time and effort and money. And now there's thousands of photos and videos of all you in my house and all you motherfuckers who are pretending to be someone you're not to try to build up cases and entrap people. Now everyone's going to know what you did and they're going to go through and find out who you are and they're going to blast everyone in your undercover performance all over social media. And those guys are gonna piss off a lot of scary, bad, crazy, real drug dealers. And they're going to have to go be a fucking gardener somewhere. Wow. And the phone went silent. And the next day I get a phone call and he says, are you hungry? And it's this guy, I called him Derek. I still don't know to this day if this is his real name. I said, yeah, I'm fucking hungry. He's like, uh, you want anything from Publix? I said, fuck yeah, give me a Publix sub and, and some Gatorades. These motherfuckers showed up to my house in a gray minivan. And it was like six of them. And I knew they were coming, so I called my lawyer. He's like hiding in the fucking bathroom. And they come in, 
and they're like, we want to talk to you about something. And my lawyer pops out, like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Like, hey, man, I got to protect my shit. Y'all motherfuckers just pulled me up and cock-blocked the shit out of me on my own goddamn birthday, and I walked home in a fucking Santa suit, and now you can't even Google my fucking name without seeing my stupid ass in a... It's, and, and I was so mad because I was that dumb fuck that was smiling like, hey, I'm drunk, you fuck. And then the lady was like, listen, if you don't fucking just close your mouth. I was like, man, my teeth are so fucking big. I can't close them properly, okay? I'm a mouth breather. Yeah, you got nice teeth, though. Thank you. Columbia. <laughs> um, got them done in some uh, fucking New York, uh, Colombian guy in a New York hotel room. Oh. Did, did, uh, did my teeth. In the hotel room? Yeah. <laughs> Bert loves that story. Bert Kreischer, we talked about that before. But anyways, so... They're all showing up, and we're basically, they're trying to do something with me. And I was like, well, I ain't going to be snitching on nobody. Like, yeah. which, what do you want from me? They're like, we got something to offer. You won't refuse. I'm like, well, all right, what's, well, what's that? It? They say, we want you to throw parties. We want you to throw more parties. We want you to throw all the parties you fucking want. And we're going to fucking uh, give you immunity. We're going to let you do whatever the fuck you want. You can sell your alcohol. You can fucking... Get as loud as you want. We're going to bump all the calls for noise. You don't have to worry about it at all. Okay. So I'm like, all right, I'm listening. That sounds great. Yeah, okay. And they know that I'm not doing drugs. They know I don't do or sell. But they're seeing, like, I'd have, like, a promoter, some sketchy, you know, college promoter bring over, you know, 500 people. And I'm making a couple thousand bucks. All right, cool, thanks. And I can't, I don't know who everyone fucking is, you know. And... They just want to come to my fucking parties and undercoverly fucking mingle and talk to people. Hey, where can I get this? Where can I get that? Uh, so I'm thinking, okay, I'm immediately calling any of my friends that do drugs. But yo, bro, uh, wait till you hear this. And they didn't want me to tell anyone. I was fucking telling everyone. Like, yeah, yo. Yeah. I'm like, they're here. <laughs> and so they were like it was kind of cute and i would fuck with them hard and there's this one spanish dude he got mad and i think that was his girlfriend that was showing his titties he started like saying shit and he started getting he's like we're not fucking really gonna do this are y'all fucking entertaining this idea you crazy i was like whoa hey my man I, and I, i'm like all right misdemeanor they already dropped the charges oh really they actually sent my bond money back all this stuff so this clockbox night i mean just made me a certified street cred party legend yeah um <laughs> Good Morning America. I have people calling me like, oh, I've seen you on TV in Canada and all this other shit. I, they say, we want to have these parties and we want you to let us have these agents here. And uh, can you like do something where we create like uh, when they come up to the gate? Like, because we'd have like a VIP line. It was like a big tour bus that yeah. my buddy Jacob Moser gave me. And uh, we had like these lines, like VIP, the ladies section. So there was like a queue. You had to come and you get metal detected and stuff. Well, they, they couldn't get their guns in the house. Hmm. So they had their like woman who's like this photographer uh, pretend that she's like my friend. She hugs me and she's like, here, I got you a gift. And it would be like this. God damn it. Comes back to Publix again. It was like this nylon Publix bag, like uh, when it was recyclable looking yeah, things. Yeah. And all their Glocks are in there. I'm carrying their fucking guns. The lead lead guy who I don't even know what the fuck agency he was with. I don't at all. He would sit in my room upstairs, which was technically the office because I'd slept in a walk-in closet, but I just used that room for the office because I was, you know, about my business. Yeah. And uh, I had my TV monitors in there and he just watched the whole party. And these motherfuckers, I look more like a cop than these people. There, you would have thought they were, they was like crisis actors. Like it was crazy. <laughs> I was like, I was waiting for Alex Jones to pop up and yeah. shit. But you, but you took him up on the deal. You were like, so I was yeah. like, 
and and I was like, so and 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 then they were like, we'll even sweeten it. How much do you pay security guys? Like, oh, uh, hundred bucks a night. They're like, we'll, don't even worry about it. We're gonna we're gonna use our own guys, and you don't have to hire security anymore. No so all my homies are pissed, and they're like, what do you mean we're gonna use somebody else? Like, yo, bro, what do you want me to do? My hands are fucking tied here. And they were still coming out because it was like fun to my friends. Yeah, yeah. Because if you knew what was going on, you're watching all this and you're like, oh my fucking God, these motherfuckers. But having like informants at the party or having like undercovers at the party is probably a bad look for the brand, right? Yes and no. One reason, I went to one fucking overdose and dying on some ge- geeked out on fentanyl or some shit. True. And for two, I don't fucking do drugs. Right. I don't care. And I don't want no one, like I had dope boys come in the house like peddling shit and I wasn't getting no cut. So he was fucking, mm. he was cutting my throat at my own party and becoming a liability. So you're like, I don't do illegal shit anyway. Yeah. So, so I'm, why, why not? So at the end of the day, I rationalized it because they also said something very direct to me. They said, uh, and if you don't do this, you can, we will fucking ruin you. We'll, they, they said some very, some very mafia like, shit. yeah. Oh yeah. It was like, it was some crazy shit. It was super crazy. I'm like, damn, are they going to, like, there was times, one time we, we thought, they were trying to put like underage kids at our house. Like oh, we were so anal with checking everyone's ID and shit and signing in. Like, you know, uh, so I was like, damn, what angle are they coming at? And they said, you know, if you don't do this, you'll never ever throw another party here and we'll just completely, they had me, they had me strangled. So how long do you let them rock for? And, 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 and the other rules were I had speculations. They could never arrest me. They could never arrest mm-hmm. anyone on property. And, what was what they were trying to do is they were just trying to make contacts because they mm. were ne- they would be like they find you know Bob or Tim and he's selling them a dime bag or some shit and then he'd be like yo I need some harder shit where can I get they were trying to find weight so, mm. so they're they trying were, to use and these like- are scumbag dudes who were like coming to my house just to fucking pedal fucking drugs uh, you know because like i'm not gonna lie yeah people were fucking doing drugs but it wasn't like in the open it'd be like you right. know oh why is this guy's fucking why is this guy staring at the bonfire for four hours and dancing <laughs> barefooted yeah. yeah so it was whatever i didn't i didn't care what people personally do you know, i don't right. give a fuck what you do with your own body i don't give a fuck i'm not yeah. forcing my will and morality on you which is completely contrast to where i came from you know yeah. but you're not going to protect someone yeah. if they want to do something illegal yeah, and there were there were liabilities so anyway they made me invincible to where i was throwing these parties i threw a party like the week after i got arrested and i remember uh that night there was, was a party and the neighbors were like fuck this like all these cars were in their driveways and shit and I'm like out there trying to like police like hey I'm sorry about that but I'm also feeling like a little untouchable I'm like what's got, up guys I got the law on my side like. yeah they're like and then no one knows this and, and I'm just drunk as fuck I'm like talking shit I'm like don't you understand and, and literally I was on the, on the cover of the newspaper it was still in his driveway I'm like I just got arrested last week because I was trying to like tell them hey keep calling the police all you want but it, it's not going to fucking help you yeah. and they were starting to get that vibe and lo and behold out of a fucking like it was like a 80s party scene movie these degenerate motherfuckers because these cops or a lot of them are just like dudes who didn't get pussy in high school and wanted to be cool so now they're getting to be cool it's like money can't buy me love yeah. I'm gonna give this girl a thousand dollars so she can tell everyone she's my girlfriend and we're gonna go to prom together now these fucking dudes who are ruining people's lives are like hanging with me and they're getting drunk as fuck they're renting cabanas I'm getting the undercovers ch- are getting yes drunk? wasted 
And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm sitting here. One guy was nice. The other neighbor was like, fuck this. He was so mad. You could tell he just wanted to do something. The commissioner? Uh, no, it was just like another neighbor. Gotcha. It was like, they were just, they were looking outside like, okay, we finally shut this down. What the fuck is going on? How is mm. he still doing this? And out of a fucking movie, those cops that I started to befriend a little bit uh, pulled up in a fucking van drunk as fuck. Drunk as fuck. Hey, these pussies showing you a hard time? And they looked at him. They go, dood, dood, turn on the little like lights, and like, have a good night. See you later, pussies. And then, and then they just drove off flying. I'm like, goddamn, these drunk undercover motherfuckers are drinking, driving, and and then they're fucking stunting on it. And it, it just made me feel like a goddamn boss. And then I got to throw parties for like a year, year and a half, untouchable. I saved like a thousand dollars a night in security. Wow. I was paying ten guys a hundred bucks a piece. And people that are getting hooked on fucking drugs out here. Or is yeah, that getting and handled? technically I'm cleaning the motherfucking streets up. Yeah. You know? So and, when, and, and no one I knew, because trust me, I knew people that were like, you know, they'd fucking slang a little shit here and there. You know, nothing crazy. We're like, right. It was like fucking people were doing heroin and shit. Yeah. You know? But uh, I, I felt like, yeah, I don't give a fuck because I just never, I've seen friends overdose. I've had friends die. I'm not right. a fan of it. Like, You're like, yeah, I, let's just drink, smoke a little Responsible drug use, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if anyone does like heroin on the weekends, like a real estate guy and he's like, cool, whatever, but <laughs> who knows? Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, it worked out great until eventually someone high up, high up was like, no, shut this the fuck down. Oh, wow. They were getting like, they were getting like reckless. They were having way too much fun. You could tell they're like, they were like crackheads, like, hey, can you can you have another one Friday? I'm like, God damn, I just had one fucking last week. The Should undercovers fucking... are asking you, like, yes. yo, let's keep going. Yeah, they, they and they and then then they they flipped it on me at the end. They basically just got all his intel and everything, and then they used the code enforcement to drive me out, and they're racking these fines up, and they were proving to you know to themselves that yeah, he is throwing parties and did it, but we can't find him. Every day, technically, it's only one day a month or something, you know. We could give him that fine. But then they threw the EPA thing, saying the house. And so I'm like, motherfucker, right. I build this shit. I don't even own this motherfucker. Yeah. Well, coincidentally. You didn't even they, own the house. No. And, and, and then my, my fucking Israeli friend fucked me. Because I'm in, I'm in Panama City. I go do a tour. I'm getting 30 grand, $1,000 a day to host this fucking spring break shit. Yeah. You know, Club La Vila, yeah, MTV, yeah. spring break days, Poly Shore. This is my dream. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I get to host this. This is like, this is so awesome. I'm making money and stuff. And uh, I said, hey, you got to go to this auction to uh, buy the house so that and I have to be in Panama. So I can't be there. And he's like, okay, how much did I go to? I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't even know why I even said this. I said, don't go past a hundred grand. He goes, okay. Uh, I go to work next day. He calls me, listen, I got it. Oh, you're gone to fucking owe me forever. He's, I say, how much was it? hundred grand. And what I didn't realize, I basically told him what to fucking charge me. Uh, and this motherfucker only got the house for $25,000, which is what I fucking made that month. Damn. Okay? And I thought this guy's my friend. And he was basically just coming over, fucking hoes, partying, wilding out, meeting all kinds of other but celebrities. he caught a lick off you. Yeah, he caught a lick off me. And uh, I was like, you motherfucker. And then I feel like him and the county were in cahoots because there were times like I did some like hidden camera shit, some some James O'Keefe, Project Vertus <laughs> stuff. And I caught them freely talking like what they were doing. I got, I got all the recordings and stuff. Yeah. And I think that some of them were looking for like my tapes Cause like I had a lot of stuff that like it was like yo like fuck y'all I got you like y'all want to come at me one time they fucking 
uh, fucking raided my house. They said we were fucking donkeys or something. And then like 20 cops show up. And then the cops are laughing because a lot of road guys are like, yeah, Mike's a great dude. We love him. Like a lot of the cops love me. Right. Because now yeah. all these undercovers are like your boys. Like yeah, they're like no, they hanging and like. To this day, to this day, that guy, Derek. Um, so some of my members of MikeBeast.com were uh, on a cruise uh, like six months ago. And they had a sausage castle shirt on. And there's this dude who comes up to him and he was like, oh, Sasha Cass, I know that place. He's yeah, uh, I, I uh, led his, uh, the entire operation over there. And they're like, they're just looking at him like, yeah, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, for the FBI. And then they're like, what? And I'm like, get me his fucking name. I need him. He basically uh, no longer works for the FBI and it has like some tell all book that he's writing about, I guess his own stuff. I don't know how much of whatever was going on with me is in there. I was fucking this chick named Christine. I won't say her last name. She worked at the agency. Years later, I see her downtown. She's like, oh, I had to tell you something, man. We sent this guy to your house. And it wasn't my department. She dealt with a different department. She was like, yeah, the FBI was living. We were paying you, paying rent and all this other shit. All for me to do nothing. All uh, this whole, like, 21 Jump Street or what's the movie where they have, like, kids like, or yeah, cops yeah, yeah, pretending yeah. to be... Yeah, 21 Jump Street. Yeah. They go back to high school or whatever. Yeah, and, and then now I'm, like, untouchable for a year and a half. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. Then I'm making more money. I'm making right. crazy good money, taking everything I'm making, putting it back in the band, back in the band, back in the band. Then it peaks when on TV. Like, I don't... Like, there's old ladies that see my face. Like, ah, I've seen you at Salsha's house. And they don't have social media. They're just seeing me on the fucking the news or whatever. The news, like almost, they were, the news agencies were praying for radio advertisement. Oh, tonight at nine o'clock, we go to the Sausage Castle. Is your neighborhood safe? Find out. And they're like just blowing me the fuck up. And I'm just, and then I was getting deleted, deleted. I was like, enough's enough. I'm going to charge these motherfuckers to watch my shit. I started showing all the real shit. I'm crying. I'm fucking stressed the fuck out. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm like, yo. No, I fucking, like, I'm just being so, I, if I d- had kept my mouth shut and not used social media, they would have had me because I didn't have the money mm. without using the media to expose how fucked up they were and what was going on. And that, I took all this hardship and it turned into a blessing because now I'm sitting on that golden egg. I'm on that, like, yo, you want to talk about buying the rights to a life, you know, life movie and autobiography and this and that. These motherfuckers, these Tiger King people, they done flown here three times. We, I, I appeared on the second season, the first episode, like a whole one-minute promo, and I don't even know why. Yeah. They wanted me to interview because my, my podcast be doing pretty decently. They, they like my interview processes, even though I'm fucking completely derailing this entire thing, and now you have to change. This, gonna be on, this is not even like going to be on your podcast. It's going to be a whole new channel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rambling with fat dudes for hours. Yes, yes. It's its own show. But uh, I took all this shit and turned it into money and made millions of dollars and didn't have to like kiss the kiss the ring of corporate America even though every now and then I got to go scratch his back and yeah, yeah. but I just don't fit in the the box but of what how they did they want. actually burn your house down oh well after I was already here okay so trust me and this what sucks is I definitely I didn't want to burn my house I wanted to blow it up because once I left I left on like okay y'all give me to X amount of time I went on a huge search, found a nice Italian family, if you catch my drift, who built this place. Uh, and uh, that's why you got the bunkers and yeah, shit. Yeah. And my next door neighbor, the real, real El Chapo, was hiding gold. Uh, there's over a million dollars in concrete on this property. Well, there's some stories we could talk about in other podcasts another time. But uh, I found this, made a seamless transition, literally through a big one last crazy rager. 
they basically kind of bowed out. The cops like came to say goodbye to me. I was like, yeah, is this gonna be funny? Y'all motherfuckers, what are you gonna do now? Who's, where are you gonna get your dick sucked now? And I made a seamless transition and it was emotional, man. I was fucking like crying almost every day. I was like, I feel like it was on a period for years. Cause I'm like, I went from living in a closet to now like making millions of dollars. And you know, I got the MZ Hammer syndrome. Like you get a job, you get yeah, a job. Yeah, yeah. I got people up. fucking me over. I'm learning how to actually run a real deal business. And I don't want to, I just want to have fun and be creative and, and make magic and moments and, yeah. and just live life and enjoy it. And I still like PT, like if I hear helicopters, if I know what they're there for, I'm okay. Like, okay, I'm getting ready to get on that one. Or, oh, that's a, you know, if I hear helicopter, I start like, I start shaky a little bit because they're flying over my house all the time, sitting in my driveway, planting drugs. Like they're doing all kinds of crazy shit. And the reason why that drug, that suitcase, uh, one of my friend's security guys, his, his, uh, his, and we're almost done. And his uh, his wife was a teacher who was the wife of the sheriff. And she was like, yeah, they, they put a tracking device on it because we were going to go to EDC and my boy Roddy Rob wanted some weed. And then tell no one about this suitcase. Other than my boy Pat, who went back to Panama City, I gave him a sheet of acid, he put in his laptop and drove off. I kept all this shit in there and I took it way the fuck out there and I marked like a tree. Not my girlfriend, not my pugs. No one knew it. One day, this fucking thing, I go out there like, yo, I'm like, hey, if I show you something, you can't fucking tell nobody. It was like, stand by me. You want to go see a dead body? I was like, I got a bunch of drugs in this suitcase and, I'm, and you can have all the weed. He's like, and he's like laughing at me because I can't even tell you what increments of weed. I don't know what's, what's valuable. Yeah. I, I never smoked it. Yeah. He's like, uh, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? It's not here. It's gone. And then I found out there was like a tracking device on it. And they, when they and, saw you dumped it, and they that came same it night up. it came here was the same night they ran a perimeter and searched every car, pulled them over. We had to wait till like 6 a.m. I was telling people, yo, just stay the night here. It was aggressive. And they were like trying to arrest me just because I went down there. Like, yo, what the fuck are y'all doing? Right. It was like some crazy deliverance. Like, fuck you, motherfucker. We want you gone. And I just gave up the fight. And luckily, after the bus accident, after being deleted on social media, I said, fuck it, you're going to pay. And they paid and made millions of dollars. And I consider it a happy end story. And now I'm in a different era in my life. Now, you know, and now we're going through some other shit. You know, it's still, we got to save the farm. Money's coming in, but going right back out. Yeah. You got, when you're making like, you know, I was at one point, you know, making three million plus a year and I didn't even fucking like have a driver's license and I didn't even have, didn't even have a fucking bank account. Like it was like giving a homeless guy fucking a Lamborghini. What's he going to do with it? And I just been a good steward of everything, buying anything to make things fun and exciting. And it's like, you know, Brewster's millions. I spent all this and I don't care. I'd still have no like emotional attachment to the money. I just like the experiences and having fun. And I'm really just pissing it all away just to hope that I have the better story than another person. I'm just lucky to still be alive. The diabetes haven't got me. Uh, and I'm just still trucking away and doing things the way I want to do. And I've invited the whole world to come with me for the journey. I let them watch vicariously through my social media and I invite them to be in the very home with the very person who is showing that. So not only am I showing how awesome things are, I'm welcoming the whole world as beacon like the Batman there's a giant sausage castle logo in the sky hey was your fucking life cool or awesome or shitty or rough do you hate your fucking job are you in Afghanistan ready to fucking die for a war we shouldn't be in well fucking maybe you should come hang out with me at the sausage castle and party and and I'm not solving world hunger I'm not curing cancer but in that moment 
people do forget about that. And it is a testament that if you keep fighting, if you're lucky enough in this simulation of whatever the fuck this reality may or may not be, if you, if you keep grinding and you work hard and not be a lazy piece of shit and you really do love what you're doing, eventually you do get something and the universe does. As they say, the a broken clock is even right twice a day. And I'm just still fighting away. And, and the, the hustle continues. And, you know, yeah, I already went through the whole new phase, new money. This is not your real friend. Why are they around? People stealing shit from you. People trying to, like, rob you blind, you know, dealing with a bunch of drunk idiots living in a fucking giant-ass fucking adult Disney world. Yeah, it was, you know, fucking... It's a lot of... It's a, lot, it's a learning curve going from, like, nothing to everything. You know, like, I was buying guns in my sleep. In I, I, sleep. Had, I had people trying to come over here fucking charging me the most ungodly amount of shit just to do something because they, they see the gate and, like, oh, wow, yeah, we're going to fucking take this guy. We're going to get rich. You know, and they don't understand. I'm just white trash piece of shit from fucking day one. And they forgot that I've been in the trailer park. I've seen the shit. Yeah. So you're not going to you're not going to get that over on me. And I, I work. I don't just fucking have employees. I'm out there with them. Yeah. Out there fucking barefooted, mowing my own shit, fucking climbing trees, doing whatever my fat ass can possibly How do. You moved all the couches in here, bro. Yeah. This, it's, was, it's this the, is amazing. Well, it's like what you're doing. This is what most people would consider a vacation, but you're working and you're grinding and not stopping. I'm definitely focused. probably going over your normal fucking time window. No, no, no. I, I can go five more hours, man. I, oh. I appreciate you. I know you got a whole night ahead of you. Yeah, I have a fucking party, dude. Uh, that's been happening for three days. Day, now. day three of the biggest party in the world. Thanks for. Uh, and in a way, the only thing cool I found out about doing podcast because I brought it back during COVID. I was like, fuck it, yeah. I'm back, motherfucker. I'm gonna do it. But. It is therapeutic. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm like almost psychoanalyzing myself. I'm like, that's why. You're in therapy, baby. (laughs) I've literally had revelations to myself just sitting there like, oh, man, Mike, goddamn. Okay, yeah, you probably shouldn't have had to deal with that, but whatever. And I'm not complaining. I'm a fucking pussy. Like, I hated it in the moment, but I'm fucking so glad I lived through it because now it it, it builds my character and and, and I can can survive anything. I don't give a fuck. You can put me in a cardboard box. I'm the coolest homeless person. I was getting pussy. I had way fucked up teeth. I look at photos of myself. I'm like, God damn, people fucked me. Like, people thought I had money before and I still, like, I don't even think I have money. Everything I'm making, it goes right back in. Yeah. Everything. I'm like technically I'm broke. You make ten thousand dollars a week and you spend fucking eleven thousand of it. You don't. You're not rich. Yeah. So I'm still having to hustle and grind harder than ever before. I have to fight harder to keep it. So as psychologically, I think I think it is cool to have your bills paid. Maybe auto draft is too fancy for you, but yeah. make enough money to where you don't have to stress things. But every couple months you could buy a jet ski or something. Yeah. Something cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you have too much, because I was, there was times where I was buying whatever. I didn't care. Like, all right, whatever. Just fucking get it. Get it. Get it. And no matter how much money you have, you still can't find good workers. Like, this guy, you can tell his ethics. This guy canceled his fucking flight because right, my fat beast. head can't shut up. He's a beast. Yeah, that's that's the type of mentality will take you further in life. Yeah. Because you're willing to put in the fucking work. And most of these young pussy motherfuckers are scared. They're soft-ass bitch hands to get out there and go get it. And yeah, I'm going to get my dick sucked. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to hang out with people that fucking you dream about. Okay? I got better stories than everybody. I can tell you shit to blow your fucking mind. And uh, thank you for letting me. uh, And uh, hopefully some of your 
your listeners will enjoy this uh, horrible fucking thing. Maybe you'll no, uh, have will. me on flagrant or something. Maybe, oh, I'd love to have yeah, you. Yeah, it'll be a fucking slumber party. We'll lock ourselves up and fucking... Mike. You're an evil genius, bro. Oh, thank you. You're, and, you're uh, a hustler, man. You inspire me. I'm like, I look at you. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, like, you and did like I so said, much. It's none amazing. of this is to brag. Hopefully, it gets a fire inside of you. Because you, and I know it's so fucking corny, hallmark, cheesy to say, but if you really do love what you're doing, you figure out a way to fucking master that craft. You will eventually, and now more than ever, with with the way internet is, you can fucking take over the game fast. You know, and I I believe with. You have, I, I feel, you know, maybe it's just my gay friends. I'll say I'm a Sagittarius. I have a good, like, energy. I meet people sometimes and I'm good read on their character. I, anal, I psychoanalyze, like, oh man, okay, cool. Because I, I meet a lot of people that come and go, but people like you that have a, a good heart. And you're telling me shit that I fucking would never believe, but I'm like, how hypocritical of me to be blown away the fact that you married the girl you lost your virginity to, and I'm over here telling you I've never done drugs. So within a day, I'm the hypocrite, and I need to always grow and evolve and and think about, like, how can I be a better version of myself? We're just a uh, fucking computer. You got to update the iOS every now and then, and and, and it's a beautiful thing to learn. and, And I like positively impacting people's lives. I don't know if you ever cried watching a guy that's autistic get his first dick sucked. <laughs> I've never cried. It was that. an emotional moment. I'm watching something happen that won't happen in a traditional setting. Yeah. And it's You're all a dream done maker, in a, face, <laughs> a fun, safe, clean, adult situation. And everyone's just like, man, it's like, those are the moments that money can't buy. And I'm proud of that. And people will talk shit. And I'm, I am I imagine myself looking from the distance. I'm dead and looking at my Instagram. Thank God that piece of shit's <laughs> dead. But there's going to be a lot of motherfuckers are going to definitely be fucked up about it because I've created a place that is, it's not even just a place. It's not physical. It's not tangible. It's a way of life. Just have yeah. fun and enjoy it. Well, let's you go. Know? Let's go do it, man. Let's, let's go enjoy it. it. Thanks, I appreciate thanks you, brother. Thanks for uh, letting me ramble. Hey, cheers. Cheers to that. I appreciate you, brother. Cheers. Thank you so much. Thank you.